been listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, uh, t- Total Talk Nonsense with Janice Scott. I'm John. I'm Scott. And this is episode 298. That's right, John. Scott, 298. 298. Two episodes before the, the massive 300th episode. I think we're going to get massive. 300 in before 10 years. We started in 2004, like in September, didn't we? I thought it was like March, but yeah. Was it March? So we're already past 10 years? We might be, yeah. Uh, so we didn't get 300 in before 10 years? 300. 400. 300. So what are we going to do for the 300th? That's a I don't know. Well, we probably have 12 weeks to decide, right, John? <laughs> At least. Yes. At least. But we're back uh, within a week, right? Yeah. One week. We One recorded week. this show. That's right. 297. So that's that's kind of exciting. Yeah. You know, because we had four weeks off, then we recorded, then we had six weeks off, then we recorded. Now we're recording again one week later. One week week later it's amazing it's amazing that we can stitch two together it is amazing isn't it? we're stringing them we're it's a series well you know because you had month end yeah. and all that stuff going oh, on yeah it's yeah. brutal yeah work saturday almost sunday i had to work over the weekend too yeah yeah and, and we can talk oh, about right. golfing yeah and golfing right. we golfed john we uh, golfed. What's, what's the par here uh <laughs> hey settle hey, down be quiet all right. be quiet i'm putting <laughs> I just said, keep it down. Keep, keep it down. I'm please. going for par here. All right, for, I'm ladies going and gentlemen. For what over par? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, but I backed keep it, it down, up. Please. I backed up my yeah. talk by knocking down those putts, John. Yeah, oh yeah, you did. That's right. Yeah, you're king shit out there. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a little bit. We have more exciting news, John. Well, I don't know if it's it's exciting if you're from Belgium, right? Right. They beat the U.S. in the World Cup two to one. How about that? Tomorrow. Yeah. And what else? Let's see. They beat them. Um, I can't watch the. Uh, I just can't do it. Can't do what? I can't watch the uh, the soccer. Uh, all the the flopping around. I didn't see too much of that. I only saw I, the second half of the I game today, today, and I didn't see it. Really? I mean, some guys really got injured <laughs> when they showed the replay. They really got hurt. That's fake blood. But some of those guys do shoot. Uh, shoot? <laughs> they guys. shoot up right there. He got hit by a missile. They do flop. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hit by a missile. Is that you? What, the wee? I don't know. Mute my line in from my... Computer. Oh no, that's from my Mac. Oh, how about that? Yeah, yeah. That's the Mac. So I saw some noise. movies. You saw some movies. Oh, I have to write down a movie I forgot about. Yeah, that I saw. What's that? Oh, we'll get to it in movies, dude. Oh, all right, all right. So uh, questions for well, one of the options we had tonight was to go yeah. to the Wabash Tap. Right. My cousin Andy is ending his oh, reign. Sciatic of is killing me. Bartender, whatever he does Fuck. down there. Probably more than 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's his last night there. So we had that as an option. Oh, but- you know, we played that, uh, the gig that we played. I I went back and I realized it's only been four years, not five years since we played four. 
2010, uh, July like 5th, I think it was. Was our last gig? Yeah, at, at uh, the track. At Arlington? Yeah, and then we were supposed to play Rick's party. And you went, oh, um, yeah, um, I got to go to North Carolina or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that how he and said we're it? we're telling everybody, like, yeah, we're playing. You're like, yeah, 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 we're practicing. We're adding some songs. Really impressed people at this 120-person event. Uh, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> 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 they come out of your nose, man. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. So speaking of gigs, John, it had well, nothing, to, uh, had nothing to do with the Van Halen cover band. <laughs> so first question, uh, AKC. That was the one shot deal. We're done with that. Are we done with that? I'm, do you talk to Rick? Um. Yeah, I mean, I taught, you know, online, I guess. Yeah. Does he have any interest in continuing, or is he done? Is he done? Oh, he'd, of course he'd do it again. He'd do it, like, in a heartbeat. Oh, but we would need a gig, right? He's calling us right now. <laughs> You're in the air with John Scott. He's John. Hello? What? Hello? Hello? Hey, it's Rick. It's Rick. Hey, Rick, what's up? Hey, John, hey, turn up? the music down, man. Come on. We got Rick on the phone. Yeah, the Rick. The Rick. The Rick. We were just talking about you. What were you saying? Were you well, talking? I asked John. I said, hey, is Rick still into this AKC thing? Is this a one-shot deal? Does he want to keep doing it? What's going on? So I'll ask Rick himself on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's the answer, John. Yeah. All right, but we don't have a PA. What do we do about that? <laughs> I was uh, I was just gonna ask you guys if uh, you needed some equipment. I uh, I I can uh, I can pitch in and you know probably do uh, some uh, mains. Yeah, and we need monitors. I need some. I need I need your opinion on the mains though. If you want me to go out and get some uh, powered ones or unpowered, what do you what do you need? Oh man! All right, settle down. <laughs> settle down. We were just talking about it on the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Powered. All right, so unpowered. we don't have to figure that out on the show. So right, we'll, let's right. give it some thought. But yeah. Rick is in, right? Rick is in? Of course. Yeah. It sounds like it, yeah. All right, so July 19th, we there's a potential gig. John, is that right? July 19th? July, uh, yeah, maybe. I haven't heard back from... Uh, Rick. From Rich. Rich. He has not accepted my $400 price. That's what we charged him last time. Yeah. Well, I think it was three fifty, but <laughs> it, it goes up. You know, we're fifty now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're fifty now, right, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> Rick, where are you calling from? Uh, calling from my my place. And you are located where now? In Palatine. Palatine. Rick yeah. is calling from Palatine, Palatine. Illinois, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm, yeah, this is from the Palatine Bureau of TTN. Right. Rick, did I tell you about Vegas? Yeah, you did. All right, so you know the dates and the I, whole deal? I don't think he's ever been there. Have you ever been to Vegas, Rick? No. Yeah, he, he hates Vegas. Well, no, I don't hate it. I just think there's a lack of culture there. It's a different kind of culture. It's like the anti-culture. A lack of... Well, <laughs> how could there be culture? It's all tourism. It's all tourists. Tur tourists. tourists. It's exactly. There's, it's, there's, there's no ghosts. It's the anti-culture. 
Well, I think we... we gotta uh, have ghosts. Hold on, we should... Um, so, to get the audience up to speed, this is Rick from AKC. Now, John and I started this podcast. The thought was we were going to record our practices and post them out. And then Rick said, With no, the record, right. I don't want any part of that. I, I didn't put it quite that way, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so then John and I evolved into this, right? But yeah. we, were, we were still a band. And then uh, we would sometimes play shit on uh, the on show. the show, right. From practice, yeah. So this is Rick. Rick the, did come in uh, to do a show with us uh, a couple to, of occasions to honor the uh, the uh, the Katrina. It was the Katrina show. Remember, we yes. did that in New Orleans. It was an ad hoc. Yes, that was that was Bush era. Because we did go right. Because we did go to New Orleans once. Rick and I went and we like ambushed your conference. <laughs> it was a riot, man. That was yeah. a great time. That was fun. We snuck into one of your parties, and we acted like we were f- photographing and documenting the Documentum event. Yes. <laughs> we got some women believing us. That was, that's oh, right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You guys gave me a five-minute tutorial on how to talk like a cameraman, because that's all I was supposed to be. Yeah, he just sat there with the camera around. Or a video, videographer, wasn't that it? Yeah. But I didn't have a I didn't have a camera. But Scott was uh, yeah you did you had a uh, you had like a thirty five millimeter, but it it looked like you just bought it or something like at yeah. a garage sale. Yeah, it was a, it was <laughs> sure. one of one of those old real deal like Nikon's or something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was learning how to use it. it... <laughs> yeah, Rick's here to document the whole. The whole show, and he's like, take some That's, pictures yeah, of the ladies. That was at uh, Pat O'Brien's. That's right. Yeah, and I remember that party. Now I remember that party. Hey, by the way, thanks for setting me up with uh, Dr. Rojas. I just left there. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, I'll are, be sporting glasses pretty soon. Nice. Are your eyes dilated? Yes, they are. She asked me, and I said, do you want to do that? She said, yeah, but your dashboard's going to be blurry on the way home. <laughs> So it's not her fault if I get caught speeding. <laughs> so, yeah, I got, I got to go to the open mic tonight. Oh, oh where's that at? In Palatine at the Max, Max, on, Max, Max on Slade Street, yeah. That's Are you one. hooking up with anybody? No, just to watch tonight. You're just uh, watching? Yeah, two weeks ago I went up there with Tony Rossi and Bill Dennis, and we did some Beatles songs. That was a lot of fun. But uh, I'd like to get you guys out there to do something and uh, really shake up the place. It's uh, they're kind of a mellow group over there. Well, yeah, we would shake them up. Oh, then. no doubt. I yeah. got this. Uh, somebody said to me uh, yesterday, bleed? day before. Did they no, say bleed? Somebody say bleed. <laughs> no, they said, "Hey, man, really enjoyed your band. Uh, what was so cool about it is you guys don't. Not only are you like really good musicians, but." You got this banter going on. There's comedy. Uh, there's high energy. So Someone they, said, "Yeah, it was like the Marx Brothers up there." Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. Nothing rehearsed. That's we for sure. we planned all that, all those fuck ups. <laughs> it's part of the show. It's choreography. So, do we do take that to here? the open mic then, where John yeah. fucks up? You know, he yeah. comes too early on. Uh, uh, Comes too comes yeah, it comes too early. early. Good yeah. one, good one, Scott. Yeah, yeah, right that's, on the stage. The How many one. songs did he fuck up? I can't remember. Shut up, man. <laughs> he was early. He was early on a couple, but that's just his youthful exuberance. Yes, yes. 
He gets so excited. <laughs> by Earl. Yes. Goodbye, Earl, and hello. What do you mean on hello? What did I do on hello? <laughs> what? What? Oh, yeah. Don't you remember, Rick? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, both of those are documented in the videos, too. What did I do on hello? Just just came in with your role a little bit early, or not a little bit, but a lot early, but you, you always recover. Always. Always, always. recover. Yeah. <laughs> I said last week, if John, if John is the one to fuck up, to fuck up, if he's the guy. That's right. That's because right. if he fucks up, nobody knows because he keeps it together. Where if you or I fuck up, oh, everybody knows. Especially when you stand there with your arms out looking at me. Right. <laughs> right. Just drop the base of the stage. I'm like, what? <laughs> Bye. Come on. <laughs> Exactly. You don't, have, you don't have to look so disgusted when I make a mistake. <laughs> no, I, that's just my normal look. I know. I know. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I had when when a woman walks up to John with a check, and the first thing out of her mouth was, "You guys were not what we expected." Right. <laughs> I was kind of like, "Uh oh." Yeah, exactly. And then later on, she's talking to me, and she's like, "Unbelievable! That was." Awesome! I you guys well, are going to do it said next that year. right away. Yeah, she did say that. Right. You were not what we expected. Oh, oh! I'm, I'm, I'm backstage sucking on the exhaust pipe, man, because I just you know <laughs> my I just I just dropped ten levels. Just, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I let everybody down. <laughs> we weren't what she expected. No, they loved it, man. It was. Insane. I had a great time. I had a great time up there. The stage was too nice for us. <laughs> yeah, there should have been some dirt and broken bottles, and a lot smaller. A lot smaller. Where Scott and I are always banging, uh, you know, headstocks and banging. Stuff. Right, we're always banging. banging John. and John's coming too early. Yeah, <laughs> we're banging. You're coming too early. <laughs> so hey, hey homoerotic. This show. <laughs> Scott, I'm going to ask you in a, in a later date, I want to talk to you about swimming because I went to the uh, local triathlon in town on Sunday with uh, Tommy Antonelli. Nice. Was, yeah, six o'clock in the morning. Nice. And, uh, you know, watch the people. It's a mile swim, correct? Well, there's different. Uh, if you do the international distance, it's a mile. If you do like a sprint distance, it's about 500 yards. No, this was, oh, I don't know now. But it, it look. I mean, I, I can do the running, I could do the biking, but the swimming, I don't know. Is there like a form? I'll, I'll talk to you later about that, though. Yeah, it's but called really freestyle. Want... Well, yeah, I, you know, it's just how do you keep the endurance up for that long? That's just it's. It, I, I, I'm paranoid. I'm, I'm scared to death. You know that that would kill me before I got out of the water. And I, I know I could do the other two events, but. Um, well, you know, I one these people. There was people who were in not. I, I want to say less than ideal shape coming out of the water, and I, I was amazed. I was, I was, I was cheering them on more than I was these uh, the front runner guys. Well, you know, to to ease into the sport, what you can what you can do is get a relay together, right? So, like, you would ride, and Tommy would run, and and I'll swim, right? So we get a relay together. No kidding. Where, where is that allowed? In all of these? All of them, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> where is that? In, in uh, Chechnya. <laughs> it's the only place you're allowed. <laughs> in Yerkutsk. Yeah. Yeah. In Kinsk. Where's the pizza eating part? I'll do that. <laughs> I could do... Yeah, Tommy rides bikes. Tommy likes to ride his bike around Lake Arlington, so he could do... I'll run. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be great. 
All right, I'll hook, I'll hook us up. I'll sign us up to something. You guys ready okay. this year or next year? Uh, I can do the running this year. How far run? Like a six, uh, 10K? 6.2 yeah. miles? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And Tommy can ride 25? Oh, I don't know about Tommy. You have to okay. talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, said I don't tried. have to talk to him. I said he likes Hey, riding. hey, you're putting this together. <laughs> I'm just swimming, right? <laughs> you have to talk to Tommy. You'll have to, you'll have to call him. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, that's right. It's kind of unfair. I don't want to spring that. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him first. He'll be, at the, he'll be at the open mic tonight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I just wanted to check in with you guys. I'm going to head out there. I'm going to get out there and see who signed up and who's showing up. Right, right on. Cool. This is my first Skype, by the way. Did you call? Uh, did you or did you call us, or are you skyping? Well, I'm on the Skype line, but this is the TTN hotline. Oh, oh, I see you. Really? <laughs> can you see me? No, I can see you, man. Video? Yeah, I'm looking at Rick right now. <laughs> He's got headphones on and his glasses. Those are my those are my readers. <laughs> those aren't the ones. Uh, <laughs> Those aren't the one Dr. Rojas got me yet, but that's, that, like I said, that'll all come oh, sooner or later. Here we go. See if you can see me. Oh, I'm about to see something. Yeah. Oh, it says, right. I have to press accept, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay, cool. Cool. Hey, you know, <laughs> by the way, I, I found another old list. Man. We, yeah, we, we lost a lot of songs in the, over the years. Um, uh, what the heck were they? Uh, Funky Town. Right. Uh, Maniac. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, a lot of cool ones, man. So whenever you guys uh, want to do something, let me know. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not jumping the gun on the PA. I'm just saying if you guys want to do something, if you need something, I'll, uh, I could pitch in for something. Because uh, the other band, you know, with Rossi, they need some equipment too. So I, I'm, I'm going to be contributing to that. So I, I, I got a lot of research to do. I, I found some nice uh, EVs that are uh, big. Oh, cool. They're not, but they're not powered. They're 215s and a horn. Yeah. Wow. And then, but then there's the uh, what do you call it? The uh, JBLs that are powered, and the other ones. So I, I got a lot of research to do. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay then. <laughs> All Looks right. Good down there. Looks good. You guys have a good time. All right, you man. You too, man. Talk to you later. All right. How do I how do I sign off on this? Uh, I'll gonna... take care of it. Right, thanks. Click later. <laughs> Whip. That was Rick of AKC, Scott. Rick of AKC. And he was with technology. I am so impressed because he never uh, he never goes that route. And he's got the Skype going. I took a picture of him on the Skype. The Skype. Listen to me. On the Google. On the Google. On the Skype. Yeah. Yeah. So you got you really going to do a relay with them, huh? Maybe? Sure, we'll figure it out, right? What was that? Was that you? I could do the swim and the bike if Tommy can't do the bike, and then Rick can do the run. How about that? Nice, nice. That's exciting, isn't it? How about a how about a AKC relay, John? Come on, get by, get on your bike. I'll do the swim. You do Man, the bike. Rick I'd can do the run. Work. I'd have to, you know, I. I probably could do it. Probably. Um, yeah, I could pro- probably. But I'm do waiting it. for the butt. Well, it would take but. me a while to get, <laughs> you know, get it going. Get it going, right? Right. You know, mm-hmm. train. Mm-hmm. I'd have to get up to that to to 25 miles. How long do you think? How hard is that? 25 miles. Yeah. 
It took me an hour fifteen the last I mean, time. How hard is it to get up to that to to train up to that? Is it hard to do twenty five miles? Um, I'm trying to think of how many rides I went on. I probably did six rides of twenty two and twenty nine miles, and I was good to go. Wow, that's out of sight. And but how- I but I do so much other stuff on the side, like uh, you know. So I I'm running, I'm swimming, so it's it just kind of falls into place. If I was just biking, if that's all I did, because John, we were just shooting hoops. I mean, it wasn't like we played one on one. We were just like shooting hoops, and you got all sweaty and. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> you were complaining, <laughs> dude, man. I had, I had to exercise. <laughs> I don't. I'm not used to that. And we spent like 10 minutes just shooting a ball at a hoop. I was skyhooking, man. <laughs> I was in the paint, okay? You did have some layups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh, there, there's one. Oh, and it goes way over the top, off the roof. <laughs> it was a nice move it's if nice it went move, in. Right. I mean, that would be on ESPN. Well, that that's the thing. My hands are like so dry all the time, you know? <laughs> like my son, he's got gecko hands. His hands are the same size as mine, and he can palm the ball. Yeah, you have really tiny hands. I know, but his his are the same size as mine, and he can grab right in the grooves. Yeah, and and palm it like he, you know you can do the throw it out and palm it with your giant gorilla hands. But he's got like uh, gecko hands. His hands stick to everything. <laughs> like you touch the refrigerator, and it's, it's like, like Spider Man. What, what is you can climb what is up on walls and shit? Fucking hands. Exactly. All right, John. So let's talk about this weekend. So here's the question I have for you. Oh, so first of all, it sounds like AKC is going to continue in some form. Possibilities. Possibilities. All right. Let me ask you this, I don't know if I can rehearse like that anymore, though. That was difficult. Blisters and all. Oh, my God. Well, what was your rehearsal? Because you just like listen to songs, right? You just listen yeah, to them? Yeah, I just listen to them, but when we get together, I got to go fall, full out, man. Yeah, you got to go full out. There's you got to no, play. There's no playing four songs and let's take a break and drink a beer. Is that what it's like in Modern Elixir? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four songs and, oh, oh, let's take a break. I need a beer. Yeah, How we don't do smoke? that. We go like two hours straight. Two and, hours straight. We do like 30 straight. I got to I gotta say, though, the one practice after I was... I was telling Julie that, yeah, we did like 30 straight. I'm dying. That night, uh, that Thursday night at rehearsal, she was like a fucking slave driver. Hey, you mentioned that last week. Yeah. Did She's I? like, hey, let's get oh, our yeah. shit together. Because AKC, they know what they're doing. They got their shit together. We need to aspire to yeah. be like AKC. Well, here's the question I have for you, John. I had it like a minute ago. Let me see if I can remember it. Oh, uh, not a question, but it's more of a statement, an observation. Yeah. We played two hours straight. Yeah. Uh, we have, we've never done that before. You're right. No. Well, yeah, I think we have. Two hours? Yeah, I think we've done like these marathon last sets sometimes. I don't remember two hours straight. No? Because we didn't have a break at that gig. We no, just not at all. We right just through. kept going. Kept we going. We did like 40 songs. Yeah. Straight through. Out That's how we roll, man. Of sight that's how we roll that's right that's why we exceed expectations we did we did we exceeded everybody's ex people are to this day coming up to me and saying what the fuck what the, 
right. What the fuck? So Modern Elixir next gig is when? When's the next? It's gig? the day I come back from AZ. The twelfth. The twelfth. So I I land or twelfth of July. Uh, yeah. Where at? El Sombrero. <laughs> El poopy smelling right, place. When's the real next gig? I don't know. <laughs> the next gig after that is like a Baker Square. Really? Right come by on. the pie stand. <laughs> no, it's I forget what the name of the place is. I'll I'll remember it for the next show. It's a it's a restaurant. It's another restaurant, but it's in it Starts Wheeling. with an M, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like Maurice's or something. Mid or, mid mid uh um <laughs> No. No? Hold on, let me check my my Facebook group messaging, the Modern Elixir group message, because I always say, uh, no, that's not it. Shit. Because I always bitch about them. I'm like, oh, we're another, another restaurant gig. <laughs> Hey, while you're looking for that, I think we yeah. should call TP. Yeah? Yeah. See if we can get him on the on the horn. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. What and then after that, we're going to talk about our weekend, John. We went golfing. Yeah. It was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we got Supreme Court to talk about and movies. Right. Yeah. Oh, and Vegas. We got to talk about Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, right. Did you book yet? No. Come on, man. I book and don't worry. You don't got to worry about it. I'll be there. If I said I'll be there, I'll be there. God damn it. Right on. God damn it. God damn it. All right. While you're looking for that. I'm looking. Hold on. Let me play something. I talked about this on the show. Talked about this. Talked about this on the show. (laughs) Uh, you remember when albums yeah. were still out? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's probably listeners that we have that have no Never, idea what an album, what a they don't know what is. a phonograph, is that Phonographic. what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very good, Scott. A, a fun- turntable fun- with fun- a needle? Phonograph. Yeah, a phonograph. Uh, I used to go to Rolling Stone at Harlem and Irving all the time. Did you ever go there? Rolling Stone? Record store? Harlem and Irving? Yeah, Rolling Stone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used and, to buy uh, uh, records that had cool covers. Yeah. yeah. I got into Jimi Hendrix by cool covers. I bought yeah. Jimi Hendrix. And, uh, in the later years, I bought this one album uh, just based on the cover. It was like a cartoon cover of a cartoon character. I think he was jerking off or something. I'm like, I got I to gotta check this out. It's punk. And I talked about it on the show, and I, I wonder if iTunes has this. And guess what, John? iTunes sells this album and this nice. song. Nice. So I went out to iTunes, and I purchased this song just to play on this show. Just to play. This is the name of the album. This is the Meat Men, Tooling for Anus. Oh, the Meat <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready, man. Are you ready? See if I can figure out how to play it. Here we go.
What happened? <laughs> nice. Whoa. Whoa. Guess when that came out, John? Guess when I purchased that? 1983. How did you know that? I don't know. That's right. 1983. Tooling for Anus, the Meat Men. Well, I figured you were old enough to drive, and you got to drive there. Yeah. And I could have guessed like, like Sherlock Holmes, 2014 dude. because of your <laughs> how immature you are. You'd probably still buy that album. <laughs> yes, but you've heard me talk about it before. Yes. Dooley Veranus. Yeah. I think I bought an Anvil record because it was cool. Oh, you know, I'll tell you, I did buy Metallica Ride the Lightning because that I thought that was fucking cool. Let me ask you this question, John. What is the worst rock band, in your opinion? The worst commercially successful rock band? Guns N' Roses. Really? (laughs) Yeah. They come in second for me. Uh, The worst rock, and I just heard them today on the radio. And I was on a conference call. Black Crows. I don't like them either. Uh, they're okay. I saw them, actually. I saw them in um, Chicago at the amphitheater or whatever the fuck. Some small place. The worst rock band to me, John, Death Leopard. Really? Really. Oh, I don't know about that. You put Def Leopard in front of Guns N' Roses? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I don't know about that. Oh yeah, we we need to take this offline. <laughs> That's what are we gonna fight or something? Oh, no. we're going outside, man. <laughs> Fuck you. We're not gonna fight. But how dare you? Is there one good Def Leppard song? I mean, Guns N' Roses. Okay, so that's the intro, but then there's the the music afterwards. Is it's just so awful to me. It's it's like a representation of. All the hair bands in the 80s and early 90s is Guns and Ro- or I'm sorry, <laughs> Def Leppard. There is nothing, nothing to me that's creative or innovative or interesting about Def Leppard. Really? Am I alone in this? I think so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think you might get CS or the word whore might say something. Really? Yeah, she might be like. She's a big Def Leppard she fan. She might hate Def Leppard. Why did she date somebody in? I don't know. Def Leppard. <laughs> you know, because she did break up Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. I don't know if you know that, but right. we broke that story we, on this we, show. I was just talking about that the <laughs> other day, man. <laughs> Were we together when we when I told that story? What do you mean dating? Oh, no, I was telling somebody because I was watching the breakup on TV. Ah. The breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. All right, John. So Modern Elixir, you're going to tell us your gigs. You had an El Sombrero. That's July 12th. I I can't find the... Is that a Friday, Saturday? What is that? Saturday. It's a Saturday, July 12th, El Sombrero. I fly back in that day, and then I play the gig. Oh, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, jet lag and the whole deal. You, you know me, man. I I threw down the last weekend, whatever. Yeah. Played two gigs. Set two up a, gigs. Had a huge party. Huge party. Margaritas. Set it up, tore it down. Mai Tais. You need help uh, Saturday, July no, 12th with the drums? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. 
Sure, yeah. I could always yeah, right on. All yeah, right. No doubt. What time should I be there? Should I be at your house and then go there? Or should I meet you there? That's a good question. That is an excellent question. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> we'll figure a, that out. We'll take that offline. That's a very interesting question, Scott. It's a very interesting question. All right, moving on, John. Golfing. We went golfing this weekend. There you go. Yeah, I just... Chicks love this tune. We were going to play this in uh, Toxic Crayons. No? You don't like this one? I just don't like Guns and Roses. I'm sorry. Jeff <laughs> Leopard. I just don't like them at all. This was it, man, right here. Ow. I think you and I should do a two-man Def Leppard cover band <laughs> called Dumb Leopard <laughs> or Dead Leopard. You don't like that one? You no. You didn't like Photograph? No, I don't like any of it. I used to crank this album at Burger King when I was washing down the the greasy fucking... Uh, broiler, you know, the little broiler burners. And I'd be cranking this on my boom box. Picture Wow! <laughs> you don't like that? Wow! Something like that. Wow! Wow! I will say this, though. The worst song ever. Yeah. Patience by Guns N' Roses. Oh, my God. It's like scratching nails (laughs) across a blackboard. (laughs) You know, Modern Elixir plays a Def Leppard tune. Really? You didn't know that? No. Which one? Um, Oh, shit. I don't remember. I'm trying to find it. I don't want to say. Maybe it was at the beginning here. Yeah, dude, my ass hurts. From my shooting hoops? Sciatic, yeah. Oh, here we go. This is it. We play this tune. Wow! Wow! Turn this off. Wow! 
Wow! <laughs> Love! You don't like that? No. Not at all. The chicks like that, though. See, that's the thing. My penis inverts when I hear that. <laughs> that's how much I dislike you turn that. Turn into a chick. Exactly. All right, John, moving on. Moving so on. Uh, you mentioned Sombrero July 12th, and your next gig. You think Def Leppard is the worst band ever. Yes. Your next gig is where? El Sombrero. No, yeah, yeah, but then after that. You're at some other restaurant? The restaurant. <laughs> restaurant. Do you know? Do you know? You said you're going to look at it. I'm looking. Well, I thought that's what you were doing this whole time we've been no, talking. No, I was playing <laughs> Hysteria. I played the Meat Men so Mysteria. you could look. Hysteria. Myst- no, you tell me to. Oh, I did. I was looking then. And, um, All right, John. Let's talk about yeah. golf. So I texted you on. What day did we go golfing? Was that Sunday? Sunday? Hello. Stay yeah, with me. Yeah. Sunday. You told me to look, and now... <laughs> so I texted you, I like, dude, podcast tonight, Monday, Tuesday, what are you thinking? You're like, hey, dude, I'm going golfing. You want to go? And I had to work. I had to work. And I was waiting for IBM to get some shit together. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I got to work. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going. Fuck IBM. Fuck it. So I show up. I hook up with Dennis. Dennis is Joe's stepdad. Yeah. We're like the last out of 16. How many people were there? No, it couldn't have been 16. It had to be like 18, right? Right. And this is for Marty. Marty puts this together every year for his birthday? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so I haven't seen Marty in a while. And uh, I go to shake his hand, and he's like, "Hey, man, brother's got a hug." Yeah, and you don't like that. I don't. I really you don't, don't care you for don't that. Like no, the hugging. <laughs> you can't handle it. So uh, you can't handle the hugging. I get hooked up with Dennis, and uh, so you, your wife Zach and Deirdre are the foursome in front of us, right? And then, right when Dennis and I are about to tee off, I get a phone call. Yeah, IBM's ready. So I got to get in my car, drive to McDonald's for Wi-Fi, work for a half an hour to get IBM straightened out, and then head back to the golf course. So I missed the first three holes, John. Right. Yeah. But then Dennis came by, he swung by, he picked me up, and he took me to the fourth hole, and I started golfing. It was great. It was really great. It was, and then you came to um, anyways afterwards. Yes, anyways, is that what it's called? Anyways, yes. yes. Yeah. So while we're golfing, a couple of things. Dennis uh, had to take a leak like every fucking hole. <laughs> I did too. Like in the beginning, when we got there, I ran into the bathroom, and Marty makes a comment. Oh, once you hit fifty, gotta go right to the bathroom. Every time. Dennis didn't go to the bathroom. He would just whip it out wherever. Right there. Yeah. It's like, dude, what's going on? His diuretic, maybe. Yeah. That's what he told me. Oh, we like, got a oh, Hold on. It's got to be horrible in your 60s. You're on the air with John and Scott. He's John. Hello. Hello. This is Julie. Jesus Christ, Julie. <laughs> 
that is such a lovely name. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Julie, we were just talking about golfing this weekend, and uh, have you ever met Marty? Marty? Ma- no, I have not met Marty. You've never we're met not Marty? not letting her meet Marty. I think they would get along really well. Marty will try to hump her. I think they would get along really, really well. Why do you say that? I don't know. I just, I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about the show earlier today and what I was going to talk about. And we're going to talk about golfing and talk about Marty. And I was thinking about Marty. I'm like, boy, Julie and Marty, I think they would really hit it off. Don't you, John? Well, why? Can you answer her question? Why? I was thinking about golfing. and uh... (laughs) Why? What's the question? Why what? Why do you think they would get along? I don't know. Because they... um, (laughs) They're both kind of carefree, kind of uh, inappropriate crazy. at times. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, crazy. Yeah. Psychotic. Yeah. Off the wall. <laughs> I can tell you this. Um, Marty's not even close to Julie when it comes. If they're running a race. <laughs> Into off the for wall. psycho. Really? Uh, Julie wins every hand. Hands every down. Hand. Every hand. She wins every hand. Every hand. Takes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I say it with love. It's with love. It's with, but you know what? It's so freaking true. It's not even funny. Wait a minute. She wait a minute. says, you know what? Just, <laughs> she just said I what mean, Marty says. Yeah, I mean, they're perfect together. You know they haven't even met it's each other, and you smart. and I know that they're perfect together. And you know what, John? I think so. And you know what? And if you were smart, if yeah. If you were smart, if you were smart, I don't need anything. All right, so Julie, uh, you didn't make it out for the AKC reunion gig. What's what's up with that? It was a carnival, for crying it, out loud. It was a carnival. I know. I well, first of all, we had a, a modern elixir gig on Friday night, and I had to work at seven thirty in the morning on Saturday morning. Yeah. And Friday night, I really blew my voice out, and um, then it was really humid Friday night. And on the way home, I could feel my chest tighten up. And yeah. about three thirty on Saturday morning, I had an asthma attack. Wow! Yeah, it was bad, and I woke up two hours later thinking I was going to go to work because <laughs> I'd be at work at seven thirty, and uh, I had no voice and I had no I had I couldn't move. What day I, was I, that? I, Saturday. That was Saturday. Saturday after the modern elixir gig. Oh, but you made it to my party. I did. I made it to your party, but uh, remember at your party I had no voice. Remember? Remember? Actually, I did talk to you Sunday morning, I believe, the following day. Yeah. On the phone, and you were like, It was was pretty bad still, wasn't it? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, Give me another cigarette. Yeah, she's not like, give me a cigarette. <laughs> I sounded like I had a cancer kazoo. <laughs> cancer kazoo? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, Scott, pay attention. I'm paying attention. I'm just trying to figure out how to get Marty and Julie together. Oh, please. No, and no. Cupid. No. <laughs> no? It wouldn't go well? John, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you tell Scott no, it means he's just going to push it anyway. So No. So you just say, yeah, great idea. And then he'll be like, no, no. Forget oh, that it. wasn't that great. Forget it. Scott Marty, this is how I sound after a gig. No, that's how I sound in bed. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, relive it in here. All right? Really? It's a family show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Right on. Yeah. So um, what, what's our next gig? It's um, it's uh, July 12th. El Sombrero. Yeah, God damn it. It's that. a Saturday. After that. What's the next gig after that, Jules? Market Square. Market Square. I told you and it was that- like Baker Square or something. <laughs> Baker I knew it was, Square. It's right by the pie counter. <laughs> Can't wait. I know, right? We'll have the tip <laughs> I went from playing at a carny show to uh to playing by the baking the, the fucking pie rack. Yeah, well <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. I think we're moving on up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not smoking? <laughs> this is how I get to talk to her, Scott. I ask her, "Hey, can I call you? You need a call?" Or no, 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 not a good time. No. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. Want me to call in? <laughs> <laughs> She's turned into the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you so, guys drive me out. I so, don't care. I, I can just like be in the same room with you guys for like one minute and just I, start cracking up. I know she begs to be on the show, Scott. Why is that? Because I like getting beat up by you guys. Beat up? You feel yeah, beat up by us? Really? All the time. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and the fans. <laughs> Oh, hey, we right, should yeah. we should ask her wh- how she comes down on what's that deal with the Hobby Lobby, the Hobby oh, Lobby. Well, first, first of all, I I haven't been watching the news lately because I can't stand it. So could could you seriously tell me what's going on with Hobby Lobby? Seriously, yes. John can tell you. Go ahead, John. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. All right, it's, here's the here's the deal. Something, you, you something know to do with the. <laughs> go ahead. You know what the Supreme you know, Court is. Be, uh, what? The Supreme <laughs> you, Court. Do you know, know what that is? The what? Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, Court yes. yes. The judicial branch of the government, right? Ooh, okay, yeah. So Hobby okay. Lobby said, hey, if I'm paying for my employee's health insurance, I don't want to pay for contraception for my female employees because it's against my religious beliefs. It's a privately owned company. So it went I up to the Supreme that. Court, and the Supreme Court said, yes. You have uh, uh, a right to deny your employees contraception based on your religious beliefs. And you I agree ag- with that. You agree with I, that? Yes. You know why, Scott? I would love because to know it's why. Live, it's a privately owned company. Yes. It's their religious beliefs. You don't have to work for Hobby Lobby. Okay. You don't have to work for them. You can go find another job. And when you signed on the dotted line, when you applied for that company, for that position at that company, you agreed to their terms and their conditions. It is, it, it is their freedom, their American right to have their own beliefs and uh, enforce those beliefs or uphold those beliefs with anybody that they hire. It's not like, it's not, I would disagree with Hobby Lobby if everyone was forced to work for them. No one's forced to work for them. 
No one even has to go to their store. You know what I'm saying? I think I know what you're saying. People choose to be a part of that company. When you choose to be a part of that company, you choose to agree and abide by their terms and their conditions. If they say, we'll we'll provide everything else for you except for your contraception, I don't, uh, you know, I think that's dumb as hell. But if that's what they say, by all means, they have an absolute right to do that. This is a free country. This is their company. They can run it however the hell they want to run it. That doesn't mean anyone else has to like it. That doesn't mean anybody else has to go to that store. But it does mean that they have an absolute right and absolute freedom to run their company however the hell they want. So, if I am an owner of Little Caesars, Mm -hmm. and uh, it is in my beliefs that I should um, sacrifice Christians to lions... Uh, some of my Which Christian totally employees absurd, to lions. That's, mm-hmm. that's my right. I can do that. Um, no, because that's murder. Where do we draw the line? About, we're not talking about murder. We're talking about breaking the law. How is that breaking the law? No, no, no. breaking the law is drawing the line. You're saying if I murder yes. somebody, if I sacrifice somebody for my religious beliefs. Yes, it's breaking the law. I can't do that. And you, no. But if they have, you know... <clears throat> little things like this goes against my religious beliefs. We have to, we have to uh, respect that as much as we have to respect your beliefs. My you religious be- beliefs? Yes. No, no. Your beliefs. I didn't say religious. I said your beliefs. I respect what you believe. I respect how you view this universe. I respect how you view... But everyone else... You have to respect everyone else's. Then you know it can't just be. Well, you have to respect mine, and I don't well, have to respect yours. I don't agree with that. Here, here's where I come down on it. I agree with Julie to a point. It's a private company, and the government on the Affordable Care Act is mandating that businesses pay for birth control. Now, there is a medical reason for birth control. And the argument that the Affordable Care Act is making is that because some women have issues with their periods, that they have to take birth control in order to regulate them. So, I, agree, I, under, yeah, so it's I understand. So it's a that. medical issue and argument that they're having. But, what what I and the only thing I agree with is the fact that it is a private company and they have the right to say what they're going to cover and not cover. Uh, but it, like I said, they're not being forced to work for Hobby Lobby. They can find another job. That's correct. And they, can, and they can also find other ways of getting that contraception outside of Hobby Lobby. That's because correct. You've got Planned Parenthood. You've got uh, the health department. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a stupid reason Religion is the dumbest fucking reason for anything to be to be used as as a lever, if you will, to make any kind of decision. It's so dumb. It's it's fucking stupid. I would boycott. I'll never go into a Hobby Lobby. Uh, I'd what? rather eat the fucking Chick Fil A than go into Hobby Lobby and give them my fucking money. Yeah, I'm all for a boycott of shit ass Hobby Lobby. They're a bunch of well, fucktards. 
But well, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, John. I absolutely understand right where you're coming from because how can how can you sit up here and say that <laughs> contraceptives like birth control pills um, are evil for religion? How can you say that when they help so many women who uh, regulate periods? And, you know, one thing I have a problem with religion is the sexist views they have towards women. You know, they how, how sexist is that? You <laughs> sit up here and say, all contraceptive is bad, and you can't even use it to regulate your period. Yeah. You can't even use it to stop your immense bleeding. No, no, I agree. I agree with that. And yeah. I also agree that a company can, I guess, do what they want, but right. to a point. They, their corporations right. can't, they cannot be the government. They're a private company. Right. If they refuse to do certain coverage, fine. You're right. You sign up for it. Um, it's unfortunate. I am a sole believer in, not sole, I'm, there's many, but I am a full believer in public health care. I think uh, a single payer is the way to go. I think expanding Medicare is the way to go. The Affordable Care Act, it's something. It's better than nothing. My neighbors who own a restaurant, they love it. They think it's great. Um, but uh, And I think businesses, yes, yeah, should put some money in because they are, um, you know, Government actually provides the business environment for a company. It provides them protection for contracts and and <laughs> to build and to and to have roads to, that go past their buildings and all that shit. So they have an obligation to the community and society to put some money back into it. But a stupid fucking reason like religion is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But to say, look, you can't force me to do this. It's like somebody wanted to force me to use uh, fibrous cement board siding on my house because they said, yeah, that looks better than the vinyl siding. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't afford that. Uh, but in the vinyl siding looks just as good. And this fibrous shit, it chips away. You got to paint it again over and over again. Somebody could get injured, fall from my, you know, side of my house painting it you got to wash it uh the other stuff is low maintenance and they're trying to make me uh use certain building materials now if it was because it ca it causes fire or or somebody could be injured by it cuz it falls you know reasons like that of safety moral reasons not aesthetic reasons fuck you you can't tell me what to do <laughs> but that's the only part I agree with. This is religious bullshit. They're a bunch of wackos. Boycott well, Hobby Lobby. Shut that shit down. <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> so goddamn dumb. They're so dumb. Well, I mean, like I said in my little spiel there, uh, I may not agree with it. I, you know, people may not agree with it, but it's their right. To, to say that it's their right to enforce that because it's a private company. Nobody's being forced to work for them. And, um, and it is a free country. And as such, there are consequences. There's consequences for saying things like that. Well, well what do you things, think about... Listen, what, listen, 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 listen. Yeah, there we got your point. We got your no, point. Listen, there's consequences for saying things like, because of my religious beliefs, I'm not going to, you know, 
supply you with contraceptives or whatever. The consequences of that are what John just said, boycotting Hobby Lobby. Yeah, it's all over the news. That's, I mean, it's right. people are sickened by it, but then there's a group of wackos that think it's great, but like you. Um, oh, my God. I think it's great <laughs> only because it is their freedom. I didn't say I agree with it. But Scott makes a it. point, like drawing the line. Where, where do you come down on minimum wage? Oh, fuck. I, that, that, you don't even realize. That's such a twisted, intertwined mess. I mean... You know, <clears throat> minimum wage should not be as high as it is. I really don't think so. Oh, I, you are so wrong. Okay, so uh, the company you work for, for example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's lots of people that could do your job. Right. So let's say the masses, there's 5,000 people that they're interviewing for the job, and they say, we're going to do it like eBay. We're going to start the bidding out at $0.05 cents an hour. And when it gets to a point, like a dollar an hour, about a hundred people apply for it. Can you go? Can you live on a dollar an hour? No, I can't. Well, why? Well, that's not what. I, that's but that's what I'm saying. This is such an intertwined, twisted. Well, you mess. said it was too high. How could it be it too, is high? too high? Too high. It's not too high. It's not too high. Let me tell you why it's not too high. Because in 1967, when it was implemented, uh, whatever it was, two dollars and fifty cents an hour. If you extrapolated that out to add uh, to adjust for inflation today, it would be over eleven dollars an hour. It is okay. seven seventy five or seven twenty five. <laughs> okay, it is not too high. I, I'm not okay. First of all, in my defense, so, I'm not. So, I'm not no, no, prepared no. to answer this question. Okay, okay, okay that's fine. I have, I have, I have, I have reasons why. I'm just not prepared to answer why. Okay, your reason. I know that. I know that it's. It's not good for the economy. Your reasons, I know that. I know, but you no, it it doesn't matter. What do you mean it's not good for the economy? It's, I'm telling you, I don't have I'm not able to discuss this conf this I haven't okay, what, studied that's it fine. enough. I it's, just know how I feel. It's mathematically it's mathematically impossible for an increase to eleven dollars an hour to hurt any businesses around the economy except for a taco stand. Okay? <laughs> It'll only raise Prices at Walmart by a penny. An economist has already figured it out. That's all bullshit. What it goes back to is your argument that you can't tell a private business how much and what they can pay for and not pay for. So when we go back and we say, no, you don't have to pay for contraceptive uh, stuff. You can go work anywhere. You're saying to yourself that minimum wage, if it were a dollar an hour, you don't have to work there, Julie. You can go work somewhere else, and everybody can exactly. boycott the place that you work for because they don't pay more than a dollar an hour. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't make any but sense. Said, because could you imagine? Country. Listen, if there's the, so many more opportunities other than that. If if companies were allowed to regulate the 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 amount of money that they could pay people to any amount of money at all. What do you think would happen to the economy? It would completely collapse. Completely. The reason being is that every penny that a minimum wage earner earns, they spend every fucking penny. A super rich person cannot buy enough toilet paper to wipe their fucking ass to support the economy. They can't buy enough gallons of milk. They can't buy enough gas for their car. They can't buy enough cars. 
they can't buy enough disposable junk for their house with the billions of dollars that they sit on to make the economy thrive. So that bullshit statement that they are the job creators is the biggest fucking lie on the planet. The job creators are people like you who take every penny that you make from the job that you work at and you spend it. Like you, me, Scott. So having a higher minimum wage and having some, some government intervention in corporations is warranted. Now Mm -hmm. we could, we could debate about the, the finite details of that argument, but going back to the, to the original argument, which was forcing them to cover uh, birth control because I think it is somewhat of a moral issue because it does help women who have a medical condition is the right thing to do. But I also defend the fact that government overreaches in some areas and makes companies do what they can't afford to do. For example, that taqueria stand would not be able to cover somebody under the Affordable Care Act and pay for birth control. Right. Just so as the same as the asshole that wants me to put different siding on my house. Right. But the, like that, you're just illustrating my intricate, my, my whole thing of this is such a, a twisted mess, a twisted, intricate mess. It's, it's, you know, if you try to fix one part of it, it's going to mess up another part. It's just like, I don't know, that's how I see it. The economy is so intertwined and so we are so connected and intertwined that if you mess up the balance of one thing, it's going to mess up the other side. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Sort of. What is the answer? The, what is the answer? Well, the answer, I don't know what the answer, the answer is, is when the, the country was thriving, it was because there was a middle class. Exactly. And there is no, the middle class is being eliminated. But the middle, time. why? Because I think, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I have some some idea of what the Because of lobbyists and corporatocracy. Yes, I agree with that. Oligarchies. That's part of it. Like fucking Hobby Lobby. Shut them down. Well, it's because (laughs) the other Supreme Court decision where they said uh, corporations can donate whatever they want to politicians. Politicians for a long time now have not been representative of the people they're representative no. of corporations holy shit did you just hear that the hell was that that was fucking fireworks oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ i thought a car <laughs> crashed into your house <laughs> i'm sitting outside and then i see this this blast of light over my house and then jesus <laughs> 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 Well, that that is that is the most ridiculous thing that that I've ever heard of is the Supreme Court giving corporations personhood. That is I, the stupidest fucking thing ever. I think I think it's horrible that corporations are allowed to give whatever they want to politicians, and I think it's absolutely hor- horrible that politicians no longer represent the people. And it's only going to get worse. I know. It's not getting any better. Unless Total (laughs) Talk Nots does something about it, Scott. What are we going to do? We're doing it every show. We're doing a little bit every time, Scott. You're doing a little bit every show? That's right. (laughs) 
I have a prediction. Okay. I have a prediction. Yes. 2015, the stock market's going to crash. Oh, yeah, that's, what are you, you Peter Schiff now? <laughs> yeah, that's my prediction. It's not going to crash completely, but it's going to it's going to drop. It's going to drastically drop. Why? I can't say why. Well, you got a prediction. You got to have something to back it up. How'd you get there? I'm going to get there. You, how does your math lead you there? I because um, Peter Schiff has been saying that the economy is going to crash for the last fucking ten years. Yeah. Every, well, guess what? Guess what? In two thousand one, the economy the the stock market dropped. In 2008, the stock market dropped drastically. 2015, going to do it again. Well, 2001, it dropped because of 9-11. 2008 no, is because of the housing that. market. It was before. It, it dropped so. before 2011. Or 2000. It dropped before 9-11, dude. You're basing this on numerology every seven years? What, what do you base this on? I'm basing it on my belief. In what? Jesus? Jesus mm-hmm. told you? He didn't okay. tell me. Jesus didn't tell oh, me anything. Crazy. I don't know. I I just I'm telling you this is my prediction. You have I, a vibe. It's a pattern. I have a vibe. You got a feeling. You got a vibe. You got a feeling. I have a vibe. I have a feeling. And in 2015, I want you guys to come back to this episode. What episode number is this? Two ninety eight. Two ninety eight. I'm gonna get crucified in episode two ninety eight. Any other <laughs> predictions from Julie? Um, is this psychic ability? What is this? It's not psychic ability. Intuition? It's, what is it? Intuition. Intuition. Intuition big time. Any other predictions? Not. Um. No. No. Nope, just that. So For right now. How how drastically is the stark stark market? Stark market going to crash. Well, let's see. It dropped it dropped 7% in 2001 and in 2008 I think it dropped down I was looking at. I, I'm looking at the Dow Jones right now. I don't see a drop before uh, September 11th. You don't see it before no. September 11th. No, Was as matter, matter of fact, August 17th, 2001, is at 10 240. Okay, so now, when did it drop? I thought it dropped before 2000 or before 9 11. The biggest drop directly after. Well, let's see. That fucking thing. Come on. Get that little bump. What are you basing this on? Just a gut feeling? Insider information that you can't tell us? Yes. Insider information. September September 21st, it dropped between September... uh, August 24th and September 21st. So it was was, uh, like a month that it was dropping... So what do you recommend if you have money well, in the I, stock market? Yeah, it, it stock market, <laughs> Julie. It, it drops every day. It drops like a hundred to three hundred points every um, day. But if you, but if you notice, you'll see in September in September in two thousand one, two thousand eight, the stock market had a significant drop. No, no. Drop. in nineteen ninety nine, it was down to nine one, and then it jumped it, all the way to eleven five in December thirty first, ninety nine. And then it dropped drastically uh, March 16th down to 9.8, but then it bounced right back up to 11.3. 
I mean, you got to look at it average. It's called a trend. It, there's I know there's that. no drops. I know that. I know that. I know. I understand that. I'm telling you. I'm you're just, you're I'm saying it's you. dropping and it's staying down there. It's not it's, coming it's, back. It's going to devastate the economy. I'm uh, telling devastate you. It's the devastate economy, the economy. 2015. When? Before Christmas? After Christmas? No when? when? I have no idea when. Sometime in the year How far is it going to drop? I have no idea how far it's going to drop. And I just know it's going to devastate the, okay. the economy. Yeah, but the stock market has nothing to do with the economy. Absolutely zero. The only thing it does is it drives confidence. Dropping the stock market is nothing. It's just the way people value. They gamble with stocks. They right? value. I know that. But it's based on that. based on an earnings of a company, and then they use shit like... If you ever watch uh, uh, Mad Money with Jim Cramer, he went a, yes. uh, years ago. He talked about how he fomented the market by making shit up so that he could put drive a stock up uh, and and then short the shit out of it. Like he would go out and he would tell tell uh, the journal, "Hey, look, Apple is telling you that they're coming out with the iPhone, but this mm-hmm. is bullshit. We got a report from a guy." inside that told us that they don't have all the parts for the iPhone. They're not going to launch it on time. And they know because Apple keeps their lips shut about everything that this knucklehead journal guy is going to go over to the, to Apple and say, hey, what's going on? I got this inside information that one of your plants doesn't have the parts. And they go, hey, we're mum's the word. We're not saying nothing. So this guy will come back and say, Apple denies any claims that their plant in wherever China doesn't have the parts to release the iPhone. So while this is going on, Jim Cramer and his his hedge fund goes out. Now, he said this. He admitted this. They go out and they short the market on the stock. And they say, we're going to buy, we need to borrow 10 million shares of Apple stock. We have the money to back it up. And then we're going to sell it when it hits rock bottom and, key, and pocket the difference. So then, when they do that, and they know it's going to bounce right back up, they buy it, uh, uh, it, it drops, they sell it, and then they buy it back up on the upswing, and they make double-dip the money. And the SEC is too dumb to figure out what they're doing. So stock market has no fucking relation at all to the economy. It's, 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 a, it's rigged. It's a rigged system. I know it's rigged. So if it does crash, who gives a goddamn? People got to stop worrying about the stock market, except for the fact that they might have their 401k in it or some shit like that. But cash is king right now. Cash is king. And stop listening to people in that bullshit about gold. All I hear is gold, gold, gold. It was supposed to go to 5,000. It never went past, what, 1,800? 1,800. I was even believing that crap, the gold standard. Fiat currency still has value, especially the U.S. We still keep, we can make shit and buy shit until indefinitely. Well, I, I'm just letting you know <laughs> things, bad things are going to happen in the economy next year. I'm just letting you know. I'm not worried. 2015, economy's going to crash, then what? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. I don't know how it's going to crash. It's 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 growing right now. It's in a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Something has to make it crash. What's the there's got to the be bubble? a bubble. There's got to be the something. What's I don't know. 
I just know it's going to happen. I mean, they knew about the real estate bubble back in 2004. But you can't tell us how you know? No, I can't. But you know, but you can't tell us? I, yeah, I okay, know, but what do I you, can't. What are you prepared to do about it there, uh, Jules? I'm not prepared. I don't have anything to lose. I have nothing. All right, you could come I to my house. I have absolutely nothing. You can stay with and, me. And, okay. I have an extra room. I have room. nothing. Bring the I kids. No, I'm not going to take them up out of their, their school district and do that. we got a really cool school district here. I'm sure, but there's no way I can move my kids from this school district without an incredibly awful fight, and I'm not prepared to oh. do that. No, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm teasing. And, so, and since I have nothing to lose, I'm really not worried about it. All right, let's move on to more important things. <laughs> let's move on to more Julie, happier. Did you get rid of the um, the uh, music stand? Have you gotten rid of that yet? Who? You. The music stand. What? Oh, God. I did so much better this last gig without the music. I didn't even hardly use it, and, and I, I improvised. It was much lower. It was much lower, and I didn't look at it nearly as much. How so, would you know, I, Scott? You were nowhere what is the near next the step? fucking music what stand. What is the next step? Is it to uh, eliminate it? Is it to lower it more to the floor? I mean, how are you, how well, are you reason, getting out the of the... The only reason I have it... Hey, listen, baby steps. Reason, the only reason I have it right now is for, you know, like I can flip through the book and, oh, there's that song, and boom, I'm on it. And then I don't need it. You know, like Rick, he needs the first line of, of the song. When he gets the first line of the song, then he knows the song. <laughs> or the whole page. Like, <laughs> right, or the whole thing. The I just of... see the first if you give me the if I can just see the first line I'm like, Oh yeah, now I got it, now I got it. You know, or if I I just gotta you know, sometimes my set list is a little bit off from what's in my book and I I don't have I I think I'm missing a couple of songs on the set list that are in the book. So Yeah. I leave that there. I'm going to need a place for my tambourine and my harmonica. Well, I'm, let me tell you this. I am praying to sweet baby Jesus for you that you will one day lose the music stand with the lyrics. That you will have the power and the spirit of Jesus. Hey, Jesus is a grown man now, Scott. You don't you. have to call him baby. He's going to be very upset with you. I know. I, I like to pray to the sweet baby Jesus. Oh, my That's God. That's how you see the him? Sweet yes, baby Ray. the sweet baby the sweet Jesus. baby Ray. Tasty toes, sweet baby Jesus. Jesus will tell you, Julie, that the power is within you to lose the music stand and the lyrics. Yeah. I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. Right on. I'm working on it. See, the thing is, what I need to do is have John burn me a CD of the entire set list so that I can play the entire set list. Oh, in it's my always car. on me. It's always on me. John. <laughs> what I need John to do. Hey, I need you. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you're, I need you. Get on you your knees it. and beg. What? Get on your knees and beg. Please. Jesus Christ, Julie needs it. This is more awkward than earlier John, in the show, John. You are my Lord and Savior. That's what you need to say. No, no. <laughs> I'm about to have another. What do you mean it's more bed. awkward? You should talk about awkward, Pete. <laughs> hey, I called him Pete today. I owned up to oh. that. 
Oh my God! Listen, you call her. I called Marcy, my best friend. I called her Mary. Nice. And then, and then guess what? She called me Judy. Seriously, on accident, called me Judy. Listen, Judy. <laughs> and then today, I was calling. I was on road test today, and I was calling someone up for her road test, and it was Mary. And I was saying Mary, and Marcy goes, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listeners out there that don't know what the fuck Julie's talking about, or your co-host, <laughs> or your co-host, <laughs> we'll send a, along like a missalette or some sort of uh, cliff notes later to follow along. Follow along. <laughs> Are you drinking? Are you? No. Yes. Oh, Not yes, you, Scott. No. I'm drinking. I'm <laughs> I'm drinking Baron Jaeger. Baron Jaeger, ew. Yes. It is what is that? A, a Jaeger and what? All natural honey liqueur from Germany. Ooh. One of our one of our listeners sent it to Scott and I as a Christmas gift. Uh oh. And Sorry. He, Scott does not <laughs> like it. I, what the what fuck was that was noise? That? <laughs> it's like she sprung a leak. <laughs> Tea is done. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know you anymore. Who is this person? <laughs> Listen to her. She sounds like she's eighty years old. <laughs> oh, dude, like a tar lung. <laughs> Over asthma, shit I had. <laughs> you got some tar in your lungs or something. I, do. I, I was running today, and tonight I was running, and my chest was literally burning. Oh, she, Julie runs a five k like every day, Scott. Nice. Yeah, my my best my best time twenty twenty seven. Shit. Right on twenty seven. Twenty seven. 2711. There you have it. Uh, yeah, but then after that, man, it's all been downhill since then. <laughs> What's tonight that, a nine-minute mile? Nine-minute mile? Nine yeah. mile? Yep. Tonight I did four miles and 3420. Wow. So, it's out of sight. That, you think so? I can't run four blocks. We're shooting hoops out there for <laughs> ten minutes, and I said, Scott, we got to stop. <sighs> what do you what do you think, Scott? You're the runner. I'm really but not. But that's yeah, good. Yeah. Stay active. That's all there is to it. Just stay active. <laughs> you're not a runner. You're a triathlete. Oh, Scott. I don't consider myself a runner. <laughs> hey, Zach, what's that tattoo on your leg? Oh, it's the Iron Man logo. You mean like Tony Stark? <laughs> no, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Fucking moron. The timing was off there, John. <laughs> was it my time? I'm all about context. <laughs> Okay, oh, no, you mean like I was like Iron Man, like Tony Stark? Oh my god! No, dude. No, you moron! <laughs> you dummy! <laughs> so dumb! So goddamn dumb! <laughs> <laughs> but so four four miles and thirty four minutes and twenty seconds is would you consider that good? Yes. Why wouldn't I? You you ran four miles. How many people can fucking run four miles? Who cares what how long it takes you? I don't know. I'm trying to do it really well. 
You're doing Let's see. very well. Out of the band, I would say one. Julie. One. Julie. <laughs> Tommy rides bikes. Uh, Scott, he's, I don't know what he does. Uh, Phil, he, s- he can sleep four miles, and <laughs> I could maybe walk a block. You can walk more than a block. Shut up. Not without complaining. Not without complaining. <laughs> I was I was gonna give you some props and say you walk a block and a half. <laughs> I don't complain. I have sciatic sciatica. Sciatica. Well, I'm gonna do a 22 mile bike ride around Lake Geneva in September. And That's I have not to get a bike ride. That. That's a fucking beer crawl, pub crawl. <laughs> Well, who says I'm going to stop and drink? You don't. You're going to stop and drink? No, I said who said oh, I'm going oh, to stop I don't, and drink? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do the 22 mile ride. I'm nice. going to ride around that entire lake, and it takes me three days. <laughs> it will not take you three days. You'll be done in I'm like done. an hour. I'll be done. Hey, I did 15 miles in under two hours on the bike. It is a little hilly over there in some spots, especially oh, in the Indian Hills hill. area on that on the uh, what is it the the south side of the lake. Yes, and also by you know where Lake Como is, uh, Mars, the the bar Mars on Lake Como. Mars. No. Oh, I no. Can't think of the, well, that's hilly over there, and it's not like they're dra- they're not like really steep hills. They're just a gradual incline for miles, and yeah. that's that's intense. That's, and there's a, there's a hill over by Williams Bay. You got to come. Yeah. It depends on which way you're going, but you're going to go way up to get into Lake Geneva. Oh my God! To Geneva, and then around to Fontana. Mm-hmm. You keep going up all the way to Fontana. Then you go way up in the Indian Hills area, which is right on the south side where all the rich people live. My I don't oh know God, how the fuck my me. parents had a house back there, but but they had a house back in the Indian you're, Hills area. You're, you're totally scaring me now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you have gears for. You put it in the higher gears. I No, you put it into lower gears so that you're pedaling really fast. Is it lower or higher? Yeah, low, lower, low gear for, for the incline, high gear for the decline. Is that right, Scott? I don't know. I have no idea. It's the it's right. Trust me. <laughs> you you you're an Iron Man. You do triathletes, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You're just dis- you're you're completely disappointing me, Scott. Completely. Thank you. <laughs> you're totally disappointed. I have been looking up to you all this time. Thank you. But you had all this knowledge about what? This, about running and bicycling, no. and swimming. No, and you don't. I, I don't. He swimming, I do. I, he just yeah. does it. Swimming, I do. <sighs> By uh, biking and running, no. Basketball, yep. I could talk about basketball. Oh my god, I I don't know you anymore, Scott. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know you anymore. I think I'm gonna go in my room and cry oh. now. <laughs> oh, oh, my 401k is doing stellar. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking retire next week. Hey, hey, check out my 401k. Oh wait, that's right, I don't have one. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Well, get one. How am I going to get one? Don't they have them at your job? No. All right, Jules, you see any good movies? <laughs> well, everybody 
what? Have you seen any good movies? Oh, my... What movie? Oh, I saw... Uh, it was funny in part, but all in all, it was quite average. And it was A Thousand Ways to Die in the West. When did you see that? I saw that a couple weeks ago. It was a Monday night. Like three weeks ago. Oh, were you on a date? I was, and it was the worst date I ever had. The worst date? Come on, yes. the worst? Yes. He effing, he fucking kicked my ass with his foot. Literally? Literally. Picked his foot up off the fucking floor and hit my ass with his foot. Why did he do that? Like playfully or... Like, no, not playfully, like, degrading me. That's not nice. No. So you haven't seen nice. him again? Uh, no. And and he's, he's texted me a couple of times, and I just, I'm like, no. You do not... You're like no, or you just don't answer him? I just don't answer him. Oh. I just don't answer him. Would it be better to just say, hey, no, I'm not interested. Thanks for the no, time we had, blah, blah, blah. No, because that, that would mean I'm respecting him, and I do not respect him. <laughs> he can kiss my fucking ass. So the movie I'm was sorry. just mediocre. The date was, it was horrible. It was mediocre. The date was horrible. The movie was mediocre. Was it dinner and in a movie, or was it just the movie? It, 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 was it a what? Was it dinner in a movie, or just a no, movie? No, no, no. Just a movie. Just a movie. Just a movie. Yeah, and um, and what's so he kick name? you in the ass uh, before the movie? After the yeah, movie? Yeah, before before, before the, the movie. movie kicks you in the ass. Yeah. Yes, we were watching. Uh, and then you still see the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. It's free? I mean, Why not? <laughs> he already paid <laughs> for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't pay for it. He paid for it. I thought, you know what? If he paid for it, meh. I but I, I'll tell you what. My body language showed that I was not happy with him. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting as far to. Far away from him in my seat as I could. Julie and I had a date. We saw a movie. What movie did yeah. you see? We saw Godzilla. Godzilla. With our we didn't kids. We have a date. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a family fun night. Right. <laughs> With our kids. It was, yes, it was, it was awesome. Our Godzilla. kids were cramping our style. Oh, my God. No, they weren't. Matt, my, my youngest I boy, fell Matt, asleep. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. Matt was on the edge of his seat the entire time, and when it was, and before we even went and saw Godzilla, he was like, "Mom, I don't want to see Godzilla." And I said, "Why not? <laughs> it's gonna scare me, and I'm gonna have nightmares." I said, "It's not any worse than Transformers, and you've seen that like every day for the last year." Yeah, and yeah, and he was like, "He, he was no, it's gonna scare me." And and, and Tracy, my middle girl, and I were <laughs> yelling at him, and he was crying a little bit, and. We get him to the movie. He's on the edge of his seat the entire time. And when the movie's over, he goes, oh, my God. Yeah. We have to buy that movie. See, because Uncle said. John was there. That's why. <laughs> Uncle John was That's right. There. <laughs> He's not afraid when Uncle John's there. No. How long was that? How long was that popcorn line? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dude, was so we went to movie co. Scott, we went to movie co. Yes. And the popcorn line was like a fucking block long. They it got was. How many registers did they got there, Scott? There's like 50. Yes. They had like They had two open. Two. 
Too, too open on a Saturday. Was it Saturday night, right? Yes, it was Saturday, a Saturday night. night. And we the, had two. And there's like 4,000 people in line. And so we go to the movie. And then I think you went or you and I went to see if we could get some. No. We said the kids. They came no, back. Then yeah. you went. Or maybe you and I went. I don't know. I went. No, no. Alexa, Alexa went first with Nate. Yeah. And then, and then they came back. The line's too long, Mom. And then I went. <laughs> like, the line's too long. And then you and I went. Yeah. And I think we finally came back. Finally. Yeah. And Julie's like, um, okay, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's have 14 <laughs> giant Diet Cokes or Cokes. <laughs> no, oh. no. 14 giant popcorns. Yeah. Yeah, 14 giant popcorns. I'm like, what? No, you just need one. We'll pass it. Because they got those tubs, right? That fits 14 gallons of popcorn. She wants three of them. And she didn't even eat the whole thing. And we we shared it amongst 14 people. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, okay, did she... Fail the part in math where you measure volume <laughs> consumption. Volume <laughs> well, consumption. And when we when we got to the when we got back and I'm eating it, you're like staring at me and you go, "You like your popcorn, don't you?" Oh my god, she's like guarding it with her life. She's hugging it like it's a teddy bear. It's so I can't warm. Help it. I love my salty, warm popcorn. It's awesome, good tasting, buttery, salty goodness heaven in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle down. This is going on. She's she's turning crazy now, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Julie, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, folks. You can send me all those. <laughs> you can send me all that shit on on Facebook. Julian Hodgson on Facebook. Uh, I'll, I'll welcome all you. Shut the fuck up, Ju- Jesus Christ, Julia. I'll, I'll, I'll take all of it. JCJ. JCJ. Anyway. What about the. Sorry. Oh, I don't know where I'd put that. I have to find that. Thanks for reminding me. Fuck face. All right, <laughs> all right this dumbass is getting off the phone now. All right, all right. Well, thanks for calling, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Julie, once again, <laughs> calls in. Maybe we'll have her back in on the show live for your listening pleasure. Oh, See Jesus Julie and John live yeah. uh, 12th of July at El Sombrero. El Sombrero. Some Saturday night. Yeah. El Sombrero, the place that smells like poop. I'm serious. I was standing in there and Dan says, Hey, let's go outside. It smells like somebody shit themselves in here. And I'm not lying. He said that. And I said before we played there, I said, I hate playing there. It smells like poo. And a friend came to see the show and he goes, Hey, you want to go outside? It smells like somebody shit themselves. Way to promote the gig, John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good way to promote the gig. Yeah. Basically, he really doesn't want anyone to see us playing there. Yeah, I never never advertise. (laughs) (laughs) 
So everyone come and see us. <laughs> Tommy's like, hey, all the other gigs, there's like 500 people. At El Sombrero, there's like four. Why yeah, I wonder it? why. Because yeah. it smells like someone shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. You have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. Yeah, Jesus that was Julie. Jesus Julie. She was on fire, yeah. John. She always is. She's, she's high octane. Very high octane. Uh, more so than I can remember. Yeah, you got you to gotta get the bridle on her and hold on for dear life. All right, John, we were talking about golfing, so we went yes, golfing. Yes, we were. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's Marty dial and Julie, it back I think a that they would, uh, they would just, uh, yeah, I think it would be great. Marty and Julie. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Um, you stop that right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, Marty's really inappropriate. So we golfed. Oh, Marty's then- <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to uh, Anyways, Anyhow, any- what is it called? Anyways. Anyways. We have this big table, and we're sitting there, and I'm sitting next to Marty, and your son is sitting across from Marty, and Marty starts asking your son about his girlfriend. And he says, at one point, he says, is she a Sheila? And Jack and I are looking at him like, what are you talking about? Is have you checked? Is she a Sheila? In other words, have you have you fondled her groin area to determine that she doesn't have balls? It's like so it's so inappropriate on so many levels. It's like Marty, don't you have any type of frontal lobe that tells you this is not a good idea? You should talk to say, about oh, me? inappropriateness. Me? Yeah. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Give oh, me an you example. You take your daughter to movies when they're talking about cock and You don't dick take and... your son to a movie? No, not like that. No. Absolutely not. He's not old enough for that. But my son would get that joke. Here's what happened on the ride home. Talk about inappropriate. Hey, Dad. Wow, Uncle Scott was really dropping the F-bombs all night. Was he drinking? Oh, I apologize <laughs> for that every time I said it. what Or was he drunk? That's what he said. Should he be driving home, Dad? <laughs> I was fine. Did he fine. want to say anything about Marty and Sheila? No. I was he totally fine. Marty. He knows Marty already. He knows Marty's a nut job. We've talked about Marty in the past, so he already expects. It's that all out of Marty. about expectations. But he then. didn't expect it out of his uncle Scott. Expect what? To drop the F bomb? Foul mouth in front of all these little kids. We had like <laughs> seven year olds there. They were on the outskirts. Hey, John, fuck! Are you talking? Oh, oh, sorry. And then you'd cover your lips <laughs> and say, "I'm so fucking sorry for saying fuck." I would not. <laughs> the kids were on the outskirts. <laughs> They sure they were. Dude, they were like, whoop. whoop. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Weed's daughter, Lily, was like right next to you. No, she wasn't. Dennis was next to me. She was coloring, and she heard it, and I saw her go out of the lines right when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was like a Richter scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is Sheila. <laughs> Did he say that? Did you check? Yeah, pretty much. Marty wanted to know if Nathan's girlfriend had balls. <laughs> I thought that was inappropriate. <laughs> what did you say? Did you just go, hey? No, I'm like, what? Are you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> well, no, no, 
I just wanted to know. I, I, I just, just wanted, wanted to know. know. <laughs> Does she have a balls and a dick? I, I don't know. I, I so I asked. <laughs> Marty, dude, what what is wrong with you? He actually said that? Balls and a dick? I may be paraphrasing. He may have said cock and scrotum. I don't know. Oh, my God, man. What's wrong with you? With me? <laughs> oh, my God. T-E-T. Anus. Tetanus. Yeah, so golfing was very fun. Very, a lot of fun. Very fun. John, did you have fun? Yeah, I had a yeah, blast. Great. I had a blast. Yeah. We're all very talented golfers, too. Yes. <laughs> That's what makes it more fun. Yes. We are. Yes. We are the shit, man. Yeah, I, I thought I'd golf pretty well. At first. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, so we're sitting there. <laughs> and a couple um, of beers, I was done. <laughs> Um, Marty starts uh, uh, talking to Zach. Hey, we got to get catheter back together. We got to get catheter back together. And Zach kind of checked out after that. He was like, hey, I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, I talked to uh, Dee afterwards. He was tired. He slept all the way home, she said. Well, I asked him. I said, uh, uh, would you be interested in getting catheter back together? And Zach said, mm, yeah, I would do that. He would, So he would be in. Yeah, but... He 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 actually came up with the idea of it last time, and we had one rehearsal, and then he started traveling again. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to travel less." We had one rehearsal, and then he's like, "Yeah, I can't do next week. Oh, I can't do the weekend. The week after, I'm in Vegas. Oh, I'm in Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm so he travels too much. He can't. Uh, he's got that kind of a job, you know. He's a big shot. He's a big wig." It's a big wig where he works. So. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I wanted to have a 10-year reunion of uh, the Catherine movie. And yeah. uh, it's 12 years now, John. 12 years. 12? Are you serious? That long? Well, yeah, I asked Zach, how old are you? He's like, I'm 37. And when we filmed it, he was 25. 37. Oh, my God. He's a fucking baby, Do you remember? Man. I'm Zach. I'm 25. Five. He's 37 oh now. Oh my god. Just 12 years ago. So, uh I he have He seems so more much more mature than all of us, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh I was I still have the original digital cut, the final cut yeah. on digital. And one of the things I want to do when Mass I distribution <laughs> What? <laughs> what happened? Distribution. I can't say it. Not. To, I just want to enter it into like a film festival, right? <laughs> okay. And so one of the reasons I wanted to go down to Wa- from Wabash Tap uh, was to... You can't do anything until you get releases from everyone. Really? Yes. All right. So how you do I do that? Sued. Is that like a form? Yeah. You just you just make up a form that says, hey, I'm going to sh- show this at a, at a public showing film festival. Um, is it cool? You know, I mean, even the shit that you put on uh, YouTube and stuff, it's, yeah. you could be in trouble for. Why? Well, c- for a couple of reasons. One, uh, there's some tunes in there that we play that have copyrights. <laughs> right. Okay. I understand <laughs> um, that. There's uh, and, and somebody like, let's say Kevin gets upset um, because he feels it's defaming him in some way. Yes. 
so he could file a de- uh, defamation lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> you have Are you all right, dude? What's going on? A little there? too much Baron Jaeger. All right, so I need that's to. Stronger than I thought. Well, that sounds like too much trouble. Um, so I'd have to get music releases, right, for, uh, from the Dead Kennedys and who else? I don't know. I don't remember all this. And then songs. I would have to get um, uh, approval from you and the and the main players, like Marty, Phil, Brian, Zach, Kevin Burns. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So Phil, I said Phil, didn't I? Did you Phil, Marty, Zach, Kevin? I may have missed me. Marty. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. All right, so I'll look into that. But now it makes me, it seems like too much work, right? So then we should just um, have a party somewhere and view it. 12, right. 12 year anniversary. Like when we had the viewing party here after it was right. completed. Yes. What are you looking at? You looking up the legalities and the illegalities? No. What are you doing? What are you doing in no, there? I'm looking on uh, Facebook. 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 All right, John, you see any movies? Yes, I did. What'd you see? I saw I saw stand up guys, stand up stand up guys. Who's in that? Al Pacino and um, Christopher Walken, Alan Arkin, yeah, Juliana Margulies. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. Where'd you see it on yeah, Netflix? It was okay. Amazon? Uh, Amazon. You had to rent it. Yeah, yeah. What's it about? It's about uh, basically three guys that used to be crooks they used to do robberies and stuff and uh al pacino he's been in jail for 28 years um he never turned over on anybody so he basically took the he took the hit for for the rest of his crew and when he gets out the the whole thing opens up with him you know coming out of jail and meeting christopher walken and Christopher Walken, they kind of show him painting these these like uh, cityscapes. Is this a comedy? It's kind of a comedy. It is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a comedy, but it's it's a weird. It's weird. The pacing is really strange. Um, but I couldn't stop watching it. You know, it, it the fucking it was low budget. It only made like three mil at the box office. Uh, the reception, you know, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 5.2 out of 10. Um, so, I don't know. It was okay. But what was cool about it is basically, so he gets out of jail and Christopher Walken is hired to kill him. He's got to he's gotta, uh, take him out. He's got to whack him. Because earlier... Um, uh, Pacino's character killed this other uh, mob boss's son, and it happened in a crossfire, and it really wasn't his fault. And he ended up going to jail. They don't say exactly what for, but then he gets out, and all he wants to do is party. He hasn't had any pussies. Been in for twenty eight years, and now he's an old man 
Watkins retired. Arkin, he's the driver. He's uh, he's in some old people's home. And so Pacino and Watkins go out, and they end up going to see a hooker, and Pacino can't get it up, so they break into a fucking pharmacy. And uh, Pacino takes a bottle of uh, Viagra and, like, downs, like, a handful of them. <laughs> and now his schwantz is, like, a lead pipe. And he bangs his chick, like, four times. And he's, like, 80 years old in this movie. And uh, it's not going down. And he's going, you know, they're they're going to a bar and they're drinking. They're doing blow. And then uh, it's not going down, so he's got to go to the hospital, and they got to stick a needle in his in his Aww. cock and suck all the blood out. <laughs> um. So uh, what, what do you give this? How many Normans do you give this? Oh, I get it like two and a half. Two and a half out of four. Yeah. So that is not a, really a recommendation. No. All right, John, I saw four movies. Ready? Yeah. Lego movie. Did you see the Lego movie? Not yet. You haven't seen it? It's pretty good. You'll like it. I recommend it. It's good. It's creative. It's got a message. Then I saw Pain and Gain. Oh, you did. I couldn't finish watching it. (laughs) Did you start it? I did. (laughs) Did you get to when they kidnapped the guy? Did you get to that part? Um, the movie yeah, takes just, off when they kidnap him. They're fucking him up the whole time. Yeah, yeah, uh, Shalou, right? Yeah, Shaloub. yeah, yeah. That part was pretty funny. I didn't finish watching. I don't know why. I think somebody came home or something, so I got to finish it. But <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah. movie is interesting to me because it's violent it's, and, and it's funny so, and it's dark. And you didn't want to watch it. I didn't. Why? I said, let's watch it here. And you're like, no, no. I when? don't want to watch Pain and Game with The Rock. And when? You motherfucker. When? We, when? Yeah, we came over one night and we we're going to. Oh, and we ended up watching We're the Millers? So, I don't know what it was. Instead of Pain Pro- and Game? Probably. Yeah, Pain and Game is much better than We're the Millers. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. And you didn't want to watch it. It starts out slow, but once they kidnap him. Uh, it, it takes off for me. And I think The Rock does a fucking phenomenal job. Phenomenal. But it's a, based on this true story about these bodybuilders who uh, one guy's a personal trainer and this wealthy guy comes in and he's training him and he just figures, hey, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna kidnap him. We're going to make him sign all his property over to us. Yeah. And then we're going to live the, the high life. It's based on a true story. Yeah. And it works because when uh, they try to kill him, this guy, but they can't kill him. They think they killed him, but they don't. Run him over. <laughs> and so the guy goes to the cops, and the cops think he's fucking crazy. So they don't. They ignore him. And meanwhile, these three bodybuilders are in his house. They they're driving his car because they had him sign everything over. Um, and they and then, hire a. Pro- Right, right, and he he later hires a private eye, but the guy is kind of an asshole, uh, and even the private eye mentions that he's like, yeah, this, "This guy's a a dick." I can see why the cops didn't uh, pay attention to him, but uh, he pointed out to the police, "Hey, you got to investigate these guys because they're going to do this again," <laughs> and they ended up doing it again. 
And uh, it was it yeah. Was good. So so I I left off where the Rock is like doing blow off a of chick's asses and stuff. And oh yeah yeah. And uh, and I think I hear the front door open up, and I'm like, oh quick back to Mexican you know soap opera. Right. Because I can't watch it shit when my kids are around. Pain and gain. I give that three out of four. Three out of four. Spining Norman's John. Really? And you didn't want to watch it. I don't remember that. The Rock. Great performance by The Rock. Love The Rock in that movie. Um, yeah, because he's like this really timid, meek. Jesus. He's a yeah, Jesus. Jesus uh, no, I can't. I can't do that, man. <laughs> oh, I. That's just not my thing. And he's fucking huge in the movie. Oh, he is massive. This is ridiculously. I mean, he was like, he. I was looking at him and I wanted to lift weights right then. <laughs> I'm like, I want to lift some fucking weights. I'm thinking about doing that, man. I'm really thinking about it. You got a bowl flex, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah doing but I what? Can, I can like bench. shooting steroids like I, those guys? No, no. I can bench all the rods, though. The rods? Ten times. I need more weight. Yeah. I need more. I need more. The other uh, things I saw were all on Netflix. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. There's a PBS Jimi Hendrix uh, documentary. And it was pretty good. Uh, I saw some footage that I had never seen before. There's this great footage. He's playing in this really small club when he first got to London. And I'm looking at him, and I had to rewind because I'm like, I think that's Pete Townsend and John Entwistle in the background. And so I had to keep rewinding and playing it again. And sure enough, it's John Entwistle with this big fucking grin on his face, just enjoying the shit out of Jimi Hendrix. And then the look on Pete Townsend's face, he's looking at Jimi Hendrix like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what what am I looking at? What am I watching? And then, but this is really before they were the Who became mega rock stars. It was like in 1966. Yeah. Or 67. What's it called? Uh it's it's a PBS. It's called Jimi Hendrix. Uh The Train uh something with the train is in the title. Maybe I have it here. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I do. It's called Hear My Train a Coming. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's good, man. It's good. I don't think it's as good as the, um, there was a documentary that came out in 1973. It's just called Jimi Hendrix. I think that one's a little bit better. Because they, they interview some of the people in his inner circle, like his friends. Right. And you, you get an, a real sense of... Of who he was, and you know, by the people he hung out with, uh, but the dude was all about the fucking guitar and all about the music. I mean, he would play the guitar uh, rather than you know have sex or whatever. He Jimmy. always had Jimmy. his guitar. Jimmy would. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think I was talking about? I I thought you were talking about uh, Pete Townsend. Townsend. Yeah. Oh no, I got over Pete Townsend. I'm back to Jimmy Hendrix. Oh. He'd rather suck Bowie's dick, right? <laughs> Who? Pete Townsend? Yeah. What? Or is it Mick Jaggers? It's Mick Jagger. Oh, sorry. That's the rumor. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm not up on celebrity <laughs> dick sucking, okay? <laughs> sorry. All right. Then the other, the last movie I saw is another documentary, uh, Side by Side. And it's uh, Keanu Reeves put it together. It's about film. It's about the transition from film to digital. 
And uh, if you are into film, or if you're a filmmaker, or want to be a filmmaker, you need to see this movie. It's really great. Uh, they tell the history of film and how the transition to digital has started. And at the very end of the movie, they talk about uh, Sony and all these these manufacturers that make film cameras. They don't make them anymore. You can't buy them anymore. If you wanna if you wanna shoot film. You have to go and get a secondhand, yeah, some old shit, some right. old film camera because they don't make them anymore. Because the digital, you can do so much more with digital. Was that you that just? Went uh, I think so. You could do so much more with digital uh, than you can with film, and it's interesting how cinematography, how you had this, what the hell, how you had this. <laughs> Set up the you shots. You must be getting a message on Facebook or you something. You had to set up the shots beforehand, right, with the lighting and everything. And yeah. now you can just take it digitally and you do everything in post-production. And so how the industry has changed and how how roles in the industry have changed. And there's this big debate going on between uh, these traditional filmmakers and digital. And even the traditional filmmakers are saying, even when we shoot on film, we convert it to digital to add special effects, and then we uh, transfer it back to film. So you can see that digital is is the future of filmmaking. And the point of the movie is really, hey, if you don't have a good story, it doesn't matter. Uh, digital is just another way to express your ideas and express your right. story, and that's it. You know, and there's some uh, there's there's some arguments for film. There's definitely arguments for digital. But when you talk about cost and you talk about archiving and you talk about all this other stuff, uh, digital is the way to go. So very, very uh, good documentary. It made me think about the stuff that you and I used to do, yeah. John, with Araby and with yeah. the catheter movie. Uh, we were cutting edge. We Cutting edge digital. We were doing digital before it was Digital. Right, we we were taking. You were helping me take analog to yeah. convert, convert it to digital, it to digital, so that we could work with it. Yeah, I spent a lot of dough on that equipment. Right on. I didn't get a fucking dime. <laughs> what I got was, hey man, can you help me out tonight? Um, I'm doing this video uh, shoot over at DeKalb or whatever the fuck it was, DePaul. DePaul, yeah, DePaul. Yeah. Um, can you bring your camera? Yeah, sure. And I'm eating dinner with my family. Okay, what time can you be here? Can you be here in like uh, 15 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm eating, man. Oh, come on, man. I got this part for you. It's really great. Can you bring your camera? I need two camera angles. Okay, great. I get there. Your camera, no fucking battery. You got b no battery on the camera. And you forgot your fucking charger. <laughs> You know, as you're telling so the story, I bring the camera, and I happen to bring my cord with and charge battery. I'm trying to even think what is what was I filming? I can't even remember. This is some sort of uh, some project or something, right? right? Uh oh, somebody's calling. Do I answer it? But we were cutting edge, John. Sure, why not? Hello, you're in the air with John and Scott. I'm John. He's Scott. I'm Scott. Hi, John and Scott. This is Zachary Hubeck. Oh, Zach. <laughs> we're just talking about you what need to come in studio, dude. Oh, yeah. How's it going? We were talking golf. Yeah. This golf. is a Facebook hookup, dude. This is the fate without the power of the Internet. <laughs> the social would not have been even made. The social network, the Facebook. Right on. 
um, kind of welling up inside. Well, when are you going to be in studio? Yeah. I don't know, man. We keep we keep talking. I'm all talk lately. I need to I need to pull the trigger. Come you in. Do. Yeah. Come in. Yeah. I got through uh, 297, like two hours into 297, and I woke up. I was drooling on myself the other night, but uh, it was good. Well, thank you, thank you for that. My favorite shows I are heard the you ones were that you're crying you're on. or something. You were welling up about what? Uh, Zach. About what? When? When you were listening to the show? Were you? Yeah, listening? there were moments where I was, I was belly laughing. Oh, that reminds Absolutely. me, John. <laughs> you mentioned that June was one of the best uh, months of your entire life. Yeah. And that was last week, and there was still a week left of yes. June. Yes. Did it get better? Did oh, it yeah. Get, I mean, it got uh, better. It's June is my, that, this June, this past June is my most memorable month I think I've ever had. You know, outside of having my kids and getting, getting married. married. Yeah, buying a house, but other than that, I mean, it's it was really uh, it was heavy duty, man. I mean, it was it was very very awesome. Right on, very awesome. How was I your mean, June, Zach? No complaints, no complaints. It was it was more memorable than memorable. <laughs> a lot of boobs, a lot, a lot of, of boobs. Involved. Yeah, yep. Hey, we were just talking about movies. Have you seen any good movies? Uh, we saw, I've, I've seen movies, I can't say good, I did see Transformers with the Wifer, uh, this past weekend, and, uh, eh, I don't know. Is that with Marky there Mark? Was a lot of, yes, it, it was. There was a lot of disjointedness in the movie. Yeah. There were some lines that just didn't go well, or, you know, there was, uh, some lines about personal ties when the action got heated and somebody could have, uh... It could have died. There were characters that just came out of nowhere and were like, I love you, or I care for you. It's like, what? Did you even develop the story behind that for that person to say that line? So, but I mean, you know, I don't know. You, maybe my expectations were way too high for Transformers 4. Maybe I just needed to go in and say, mindless action, crazy, awesome special effects, nothing else. Yeah, but I think that's just I did expect. Usually I did that. expect. At least you tie in some of the character plots a little bit better. I have a recommendation for you uh, of a good mm-hmm. Marky Mark movie. You may have seen it. All right. Pain and Gain with The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you seen mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You have? I did. What did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was excellent. I can't believe the stupidity of those guys. <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you start juicing, I mean, there's, you know, I guess so, right? And then the one guy, he's juicing so much, he's got to get injections into his schwantz. <laughs> to get a, did you see that part, John? No. Oh, it's I got I got to finish yeah, that. It's just there. awful. <laughs> Dude, I like I like the part where uh they who one of the victims they killed, they wound up like uh first chopping him up, and then they're like, What are we gonna do about the fingerprints on the body? Right, and then they chop their hands off and they start grilling and Rock their has hands to grill them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, well, you're ruining it. These are spoilers, John hasn't seen it yet. I, I, oh, I've no. seen up to the part where, um, after they run over. <laughs> Uh, Shaloub, they end up. Uh, the Rock is like doing blow off of people's ass, chicks' asses and stuff. And then 
I hear the front door open with the wife and kids, and I'm like, oh, uh, switch. <laughs> so I didn't get to finish watching it yet. Nice. I will. Now I there think was- I'm going to finish watching it tonight after the show. I had that. That reminds me of a moment I had last night where I was listening to uh, John and Scott Total Talk Nonsense, and my children came into the room, and uh, surely enough, uh, John and or Scott were uh, a little vulgar, and I, I dove for the phone. No, no. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, Zach. So you were sitting across from me at that place, anyways? Is that what it's called, anyways? Anyhow? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was I dropping the f bomb left and right? Hmm. I don't remember that. See, he doesn't remember. My son does. That's all that counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, Uncle Scott was dropping the F-bomb. Was he drunk? I, the only thing I do remember about inappropriate adult versus almost I think I know what uh, you're going to say. Language. Go ahead. Yeah, I know yeah. you do. Go on. It was, it was Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate, Nate, Nate was talking about his girlfriend, and then Marty said something like, oh, it was a Crocodile Dundee reference, and he's like, did you check if she was a Sheila or not? Like, referencing <laughs> if, if, he, if he, you know, you see, John? You see, see if- you see what you get when you mess with the Warriors? I just told that story to John. Dude. I mean, wasn't that inappropriate? Did you just say that? <laughs> totally hey, does bad. your girlfriend have a dick and balls? It was that social moment where you feel yourself kind of like retracting in your own body. I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Did he actually like, where's say the, where, Where's the filter, man? No, yeah. he has none. No frontal lobe. See, my son, my son knows this already because he's talked about it on previous golf outings with, with Marty where he says, Marty is hilarious, man. I go, why? He goes, his mouth is just like so foul. Uh, it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, he looks at him as a clown. You know, he does not. He could never take that guy serious. I mean, if Marty tried <laughs> to give my son a piece of advice. My son would dismiss every word of it because he knows Marty is is, is a clown. So right. he he wouldn't even know how to measure. Yeah, that, that whatever he's talking about is complete bullshit because the way he talks. All right, so Zach, one of the things that came up in conversation is Marty <laughs> was trying to ask you about a catheter reunion. Yeah. And you were kind of hemming and hawing, and I think I said, "Hey, so are you in or what?" And you and correct me if I'm wrong, but you were like. Hmm. Yeah, I would be. I would be up for that. Is that correct? Would that be a correct? Yeah, statement? I. I wind up always over committing myself and under delivering in personal environments, and really, right now, through probably late July, all three of my boys are in baseball, so there isn't a week where it's not five days a week baseball going on, bouncing around the practices. Sometimes we're separated as family. Sometimes we're together, et cetera. If I were to compound that and throw in a catheter reunion where there would be at least one or two practices a week, that would be difficult. Understood. Would I be up for that? Absolutely. Would I have to Logistically, is it possible? Can't do it. Probably not. uh, It's, Logistically, not not very possible until August, maybe August. So, 
Maybe hey. we ask that question again in about a month. We when, revisit uh, it. We revisit. If I submit yeah. the catheter movie to a film festival, will you sign a release that says, yes, you can do that? Uh, sure. There you go. I got one down, John. Oh, you got me for sure. I'm two. All, that's I'm two down. In. Right on. Is there is there a monetary gain to be had on, on my and John's behalf? Possibly. Ooh, if I make I like any money better. on this, uh, we'll <laughs> you just better be careful, Scott. Throw it into beer they, and whiskey. They might right? not want anything but a back end. You know, I, I don't know what you're saying. A back end on the deal. Well, like if there's merchandising, like oh, action merchandising. figures, <laughs> there might be like a Zach action figure to go with right. a Happy Meal and right. McDonald's merchandising. Uh, Come on. I'm Zach. I'm 25. <laughs> like you pull a string in back and you'd say that. Nice. That's an action a, figure. Yeah. A Zaxion figure, exactly. <laughs> right. I think my most classic line in that whole thing was, uh, Kevin Burns isn't gay. He told me in the shower the other day. Yeah, there you go. Yes. A good time. Docking? Come on, who docks? <laughs> ah, very nice. Come on, who docks? Yes. I love it. You are the so, most favorite boys, guest. What? Hey, I, I love being a guest. I'm sorry I haven't been more frequent with my guesting, Yes, for lack of a better term. Well, we'll have to text you when we're on the show so you can call in more often. Yeah, Facebook, text, whatever you want to do, man. Play some Shitter Shinola next time. How about that? Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. All right, so, Catherine Reunion, possibly in August. I'll look into the film festival because it's the 12th year anniversary. Of the right. uh, breakup of yeah. catheter. A kangaroo yeah. court reunion. Wait, we might have something here. We might have a uh, uh, a three-act uh, bill, maybe. Modern elixir, catheter, and, uh, and uh, um, AKC. Maybe throw in Mr. You bring, Sparkle. You better bring some Gatorade to that gig, Mr. Morrow. Yes. Oh, Mr. John. <laughs> Bob! Sorry. Forgot, forgot the rule. Like nobody knows uh, yeah, you me better now. Bring some Gatorade, fella. Yeah, you might cramp up. I'm ready, man. I did. We did a two hour marathon gig uh, at the, at a carnival. Well, how about we hook you up with an IV in between sets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although Marty wants That's to throw genius in there, and I'm like, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, fellas. Well, I just wanted to call in and say hello. I saw you were podcasting. Yeah. I just wanted to say hello. I got some packing to do. Me and the fam are headed to uh, Indiana tomorrow for a little uh, R&R. early celebration of our uh, taxation with representation. And uh, we're excited about it. Nice. I'm excited for you. Have a good time, man. All right, guys. Nothing but love, brothers. No doubt. Right on. Have a good rest of the show. All right. Adios. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, are your headphones cutting out? Yeah. Yeah, mine too, man. What's up with that? I don't know. It's never happened before. Zach Uh-oh. confirming catheter reunion rumors yeah. that, yes, he's in. And not only that, John, um, providing um, even more evidence that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that Marty was completely inappropriate. Uh, at anywhere, it sounds like he was, yeah. Anyway, but I just can't get it. Let you get away with saying he's inappropriate. <laughs> now, if Zach would have opened up the show 
and discussed how Marty was so inappropriate, I'd like be, oh, really? Yeah. But when you <laughs> say somebody's what? inappropriate, how do you measure that? I measured the earth, John. <laughs> That's what I measure. <laughs> I'm the people who measured the earth. <laughs> people who measured the earth. Yeah. <laughs> the earth. Yeah. Yeah. The people who measured the earth. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, so we were talking about side by side. That's the Keanu Reeves. You check that out. Uh, but we were really cutting edge when you watch this movie, John. You're like, wow, the stuff that I did with Scott that was cutting edge shit, man. We were on top of it, and then you know we had other stuff to do. Right, right, yeah. So uh, that's a good one. And is that all I saw? Yeah, that's all I saw. And that wraps up movies. That John. wraps up movies. Boobies. Rhymes with boobies. Oh, and then one thing we didn't talk about, Vegas, John. We're going to right. Vegas. I'm excited about that September 4th through the 7th. Trying to get my flight booked. My wife keeps, uh, oh, that's way too expensive. Let me help you. By the time I, my wife books it, I'm going to be flying like a, a hang glider to, oh, my God. I'm booked, dude. I am booked. You're on Spirit, right? Spirit, yeah. Spirit's got like these two seats right in the front. Yeah. They're not like first class, but they're four larger seats that you can get. Nice. Uh, I want one of those, man. There you go. Yeah. But you want, the longer you got she waits, I won't get my big seat. <laughs> right. We're staying at the Encore, right? That's where I'm staying. Yeah. I think Nick talked Steve into staying there. I've been inviting all kinds of chicks to Last stay in Friday. my room. All kinds? Yeah. All kind of chicks. All kind of them. Yeah. Come on, stay in my room. I'll give you my number. Just go, so I could say, you know, I'm a rock star. I had chicks <laughs> in my room. Just so you could say that. <laughs> Just say that. I'm 50. I can't do anything, but I, you know, I'm a rock star. I got some chicks in my room. Yeah, so we're all going out there because we they all can't come 50. out. They got to stay in there. I got while I'm gambling. That should be fun. Yes. Now are all the other guys staying at the encore? Uh, Nick just talked Steve into Nick. The, he, Steve, and uh, the other John are going to split a so room. So he was like, uh, "Hey, uh, they're going to split a room." Yeah, they're going to all three of them are going to get one room and then split the. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, do do you take how much time do you spend in your room? A lot or not a lot? It's really not the room. It's the it's the pool. That's where you want to be. Right. It's the pool. But I, I like the amenities. Like when I stayed at the Venetian. Now I've stayed at the Flamingo, and uh, I can't remember what the other place was. But I stayed at the Venetian. I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't even sleep in it. It was so nice. The bathroom was bigger than the hotel room. It was huge. It was all marble with a sunken living room. It was fucking nice. And then there was a uh, like a moat or something. I don't know what you call it. A, a canal that goes around the whole place and a gondola and a guy, gondolier singing. And uh, then there's like an indoor part of it that looks like you're outside. Uh, it was just a beautiful place. I didn't get to see the pool, though. Because it was it was really cold when we went. It was in the middle of winter, um, but 
but yeah, I'm I'm hearing good things about the encore. I saw like five stars. People were oh, like yeah. going crazy, it's fucking great man. about it. So I I, I want to go. I mean, I even wanted. To, I was looking at a corner suite, you know, with a great view. Here's here's the service. I want to spend some dough, man. I I got a room. I walked I in the I room. I don't gamble. I don't gamble. I walked in the room. The door. I let the door close, but it didn't close all the way. And uh, within five minutes, a security guard was knocking on my door. Is uh, everything all right? <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, was yeah, it Nick? why? Was his name Nick? <laughs> no. uh, well, your door was open, so we wanted to just check. And, oh, <laughs> oh wow. it was. I guess it just didn't close. All right, cool. That's cool, man. Right on. Yeah, at the Flamingo, some guy walks up to me. I left the door open. And he's like, fuck face. <laughs> What's going on with the headphones, man? I don't, I don't know. Dirty pots? Is it dirty pots? It could be, yeah. Hopefully it's not on the tape. But you're experiencing it too, right? It's not just me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely something. We got a it's bad something. board. It's something, something. This board might be gone because the lights are out. The whole section of lights went out on my board. That's not good, man. This that's, is a brand no. new fucking board. Yeah, that's not good. Fuck. I just bought this board like four years ago. What the fuck? God damn it. All right, John. God damn it. That's all I have. You have anything else? Uh, No. Anything coming up this week? Oh, it's 4th of July this week. Yeah, 4th of July. Independence Day. Our Independence Day. Independence from I got to tell you. England. So, yeah, uh, working for a German company and, and having English people... Uh, we had a president that was English and English, and uh, when Independence Day came around, um, he was like, "You guys are working, right?" No, we're off. We're actually off the day after as well, because for some reason they they did that to round out the weekend. And uh, he's like, "What?" Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, and he bitched and moaned and pissed and moaned about our Independence Day because it rubbed him the wrong way. You know why? I think so, yeah. Because he's British. Right. Yeah. They don't like it. They don't like it, no. They Not don't like it. Bit. We should ask Stefan C., the great Stefan, Dr. Stefan C. Well, here's what I'm doing. I'm You're headed to AZ, right? Yeah. I'm headed up north, up into the north woods there. But my dog is staying. Staying. He's staying in the house. Neighbors are taking care of him. Nice. That's nice. So if anybody tries to rob us, they're going to be bit in half. Right on. By my goddamn dog. All right, John. So we're looking forward to that. I'll be back Sunday. When do you come back? July uh, Saturday, right, uh, the day bef- the day of the gig, and that's July twelfth. Yeah. All right. So no show next weekend, right? Right. Right. No show next week. Next week. Let me get the door. Could you get the door, yeah. please? Can you please? Nice. 
This is called Harvey Wallbanger, Scott. Nice. By Chimp Spanner. He does everything. Drums, bass, guitar. Yes, you've played Chimp before. Yeah, I love Chimp. I love the Chimp Spanner. You know what I didn't do? I didn't play any of the, the modern Elixir demo. But I guess it's too late for that now. Are you ready, Phil? Of course, John. I'm always ready. Very, I'm very... always ready, John. To deliver the news. I like how somebody said, yeah, I listened to the whole, sh- whole show except for Phil. Who said that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was uh, Max. How dare they? That's it. your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Thank you, John. You're for 38. Much like John... Oh, this is a follow-up story, John. Last week, you may remember, I reported on Andre Johnson, a Wu-Tang Clanner who cut off his penis Oh, and jumped from a second-floor balcony, and they failed to reattach his Johnson. Anyway, much like John Wade Bobbitt before him, <laughs> the Wu-Tang Clanner Andre Johnson, whose penis was severed, insists it works just fine. And he'll do a porn to prove it. Nice. Right on, John. Next story. That's a follow-up. This is a TTN PSA. Don't smoke. And if you do smoke, don't smoke in your car. And if you do smoke in your car, don't throw a lit cigarette out of the moving car. <laughs> That's right, John. Fire officials say a Delaware driver was severely burned when the lighted cigarette he threw out his window was blown back in by the wind and ignited the interior of the vehicle. It happened at 6.45 p.m. on Sunday, uh, says Deputy State Fire Marshal Robert Cox. In a news release, the 49-year-old Travis Paul Smith of Ellesmere suffered second and third degree burns to his lower body. Fox says the vehicle came to arrest in a ravine and several motorists stopped and pulled Smith to safety. In related news, John, just a tip to impressionable young TTN teens. If a cop takes you to a place with a bed, food, personal lubricant and porn videos <laughs> that might actually be his apartment rather than a police substation despite what he tells you. That's right, John. 45-year-old Daryl Beavers, who resigned from the police department, faces up to 30 months in prison and is supposed to have $500 fine. The parents of a 17-year-old girl in Cincinnati Police Explorer reported their concerns oh about the teen's relationship with Beavers in September. Prosecutors said police discovered Beavers had set up a false police substation at an apartment in East Price Hill, where they found a bed, food, personal lubricant, porn videos, and a night vision camera that belonged to the police department. Police said Beavers received nude photos from the teen and then destroyed a cell phone after he learned of the investigation. Next story, John. Oh, that's brutal. Chris Brown is at the news, John. Chris Brown. Do you know who that is? Chris Brown. You bitch. Chris Brown, John. Do you know who that is? Chris Yeah, I've heard of him. He could get a reality show on BET. I I don't know about you, John, but I think it would be a guaranteed hit. Next story, John. (laughs) 
left you right there. Suspects hides. $400 in his anus while under arrest. <laughs> That's right, John. This is Jacksonville, Florida. A man arrested in a drug bus tried to hide his money in his anus. Tyrone Booker 30 was arrested during a drug sting on Laura Street. Booker was a suspect who a was smus- running from smus- the Jacksonville back- Sheriff's Office when Officer Krenchnik Nick <laughs> Isjara was struck by a car. According to JSO, Booker was placed in the backseat of a JSO cruiser and JSO officer observed about $300 in the suspect's wallet. The officer then walked away. When the officer returned, the money was missing. Booker said the undercover officer took the money. Officers searched the vehicle, but the money wasn't found. Once in jail, the arresting officer then looked at the footage from the camera in the cruiser. The video showed Booker spitting on his hands to lubricate his fingers and repeatedly putting his hands in the back of his pants. They performed a strip search and found nothing. The suspect finally revealed his hiding spot when he found out the next step was a trip to the emergency room. The money was rolled up and wrapped in a rubber band inside his tetanus. <laughs> Due to the money being covered in biohazards, it was not counted, and the JSO funds could not be verified. Booker is facing charges of resisting officer without violence, introducing or smuggling contraband into a detention facility, tampering with evidence, and selling marijuana within a thousand feet of a convenience business. Next story, John. Oh. BP, John, BP, that's British Petroleum. Yeah, I've heard of them. They estimate the world has 53.3 years worth of oil left, John. In related news, I predict peace in the Middle East in five decades. Next story, John. Stock market crash in 2015. I brought some audio in for this next story, John. Man arrested for masturbating twice on the same bus. Says he's really just a modern-day Rosa Parks and wants to overcome. A Seattle man accused of twice masturbating in front of the same Metro Transit driver now faces indecent exposure charges. King County prosecutors claim Anthony Hardison flashed the same Route 36 driver on two occasions earlier this year. According to charging papers, the first incident occurred on March 23rd when he exposed himself while exiting the bus. Hardison was back at it on April 17th when the same driver spotted him crouching in the back of the bus with his genitals exposed. The driver, a 50-year-old man, John, told investigators Hardison was pleasuring himself before leaving the bus. Hardison was arrested after boarding the bus on May 21st and the driver spotted him and called for police. Next story, John. Is that inappropriate behavior? Nearly one in six, John. Nearly one in six students admit to having sex while driving. And some of them say they have it, have had it with a partner. Next story, John. Uh, What does that mean? Porn kills, John. Especially if you're some poor bastard having a heart attack in jail while the police are watching it. That's right. Lori Butler, 39, should have been taken to a hospital rather than into custody. The footage shows how police officers watched porn at work while a man was dying of a heart attack in his cell. Lloyd Butler, 39, should never have been taken into custody. An inquest jury ruled yesterday, just yesterday, he was arrested for appearing to be drunk and incapable. 
but should have been taken to the hospital, jurors said. Footage released by West Midlands police showed police officers watching porn at work on a computer. I brought some audio in, John. Laughing and swearing while Mr. Butler went into cardiac arrest. The Birmingham Mail reports. Next that last story so appropriate. Britain may become next country to legalize cannabis as doctors seek seek to help people suffering from the long-term effects of having to live in Britain. And that's the news, John. That's the news. That's it? Wow, that's it, huh? He's done. It's over. Yeah, I gotta run. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Got a big world cup party that's Bye bye. Right on. Later. All right, Phil's in. Wow. He's out. Phil is in and he's out. I don't know. Yeah. So who called in? We had um, who called in first? It wasn't Julie. It was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're four over fifty. Rick. It, was it was Rick. Rick. Oh my god. Yeah, Rick Rick called in and then uh Jesus Julie and Zach. This is Jesus Julie singing right here, Scott. Are you still there? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm listening. July twelfth, El Sombrero. This is our band right here. That's Modern Elixir, Scott. That's right, John. In the studio, working on their demo. In the studio. <clears throat> Should be done. Oh, hey, you know what? I got some Pat Robertson. Um, you do? Yeah. Pat Robertson. I got a clip of Pat Robertson, and you and I are, I think we're going to agree with Pat Robertson. Really? How often does that happen? I don't it know. It doesn't happen a lot. Well, you got the audio? I'm ready. Yeah, oh, I'm ready when you are. This, uh, there we go. So he, uh, people email and, and somebody reads an email and then Pat responds. He, Pat gives his answer. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but Pat talks to God and then God gives him stuff to say. And, right. You know, so Pat is a conduit to God, like Moses, kind of. You know what I'm saying, John? I feel you, man. I feel you. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm, I'm about ready. To, I'm about to play it. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. Hit it. <laughs> okay, let me share the 
Sure, the volume's up. Here we go. I tell you, it would take a scholar. Hold on. Let's get to the question. This is Mike, who says, I love your program. George Bush went into Iraq with approval of Congress, but with disapproval of most other countries. We broke it. Now it's our responsibility to fix it. Is there hope? How does this fit into the plans of Almighty God? Um, I tell you, it would take a scholar <laughs> uh, with more learning of the Middle East and prophecy than I've got to tell you how it fits into God's plans. But uh, the, the cradle of civilization was there in the Tigris-Euphrates Valley, you know, the Akkad uh, civilization, uh, Sumer, that's where Abraham came from. And uh, that that uh, Babylon is, is mentioned in the Bible. It's very important. Uh, right now... Uh, what we did, and it was a great mistake to go in there. You know, I, I had on this program, the man who wrote a book said he was Saddam's bomb maker. And he said uh, to us and to all of our audience, Saddam doesn't know how to make an atomic bomb. He doesn't know how to do it. And so to sell the American people weapons of mass destruction, he had uh, WMD and was getting yellow cake out of Africa and all that. It was a lot of nonsense. And uh, uh, we were sold a bill of goods. We should never have gone into that country. How about as that? As bad as the wow. same was, he, kill, he held those warring factions in check, and he contained those radical Islamists. He did not permit them. And the same thing with that wicked dictator over there in Syria. He was with the Ba'ath Party over there, and he held down the Muslim Brotherhood and brutally suppressed them. But uh, that kept that, that strain from getting loose. Now it's loose. So it seems like to me what's going to come out of that. The Kurds need a country and they're going to get one. They just took over uh, their, their old uh, capital, they claim. Big oil-rich place in Kirkuk. And, Kirkuk, uh, John. Uh, the, That's in uh, risk, isn't it? Uh, Kirkuk. Kirkuk. the center of the country. Yeah. And that Maliki delivered. Yeah, he lost me. Yeah, he's but, going. Uh, how about that? We both uh, basically agree with uh, Pat Robertson there. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? I'm excited exciting. by that. Exciting. It's exciting, and then exciting. Pat lives up to our expectations. Yeah. Uh, in this next clip, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about expectations, isn't it? Scott? Right, John. It's all about expectations. Uh, let's see. I say that a lot too. I say, "Hey, you set expectations." Used then, to be impossible. Oh, we got to listen to an now ad. With alarm. It's, there, I'll, go ahead. What about your expectations? It's all about expectations. I was just saying that that uh, uh, I always I say that a lot. You set ex- expectations, and then uh, the delivery it's not there, and then you're upset when I'm upset. But you set the expectation. Let's go back over the discussion. Uh, it's usually with women, though. Oh, I was thinking more like movies. Like if I ever go see an Adam Sandler movie, yeah. my expectations are so low right. that I probably wouldn't be able to help but like it because I'm talking about in life. I see in life. In people and people. You have discussions with them and they set expectations. Yes. And- <laughs> Televangelist Pat Robertson has been clear about his stance on homosexuality and politics. But it was the 83-year-old's comments regarding infidelity yesterday that has everyone talking. On Wednesday's episode of The 700 Club, when a woman asked how to forgive her unfaithful, unfaithful husband, this is what he had to say. 
stop talking about the cheating. He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. So <laughs> what you do is begin to focus on why you married him in the first why? place. On what he does good. What? Does he provide a home for you to live in? Does he provide food for you to eat? Does he provide clothes for you to wear? Uh, is he nice to the children? Do you have a happy family? Does he take the kids to sporting events? So here's the deal. He added later that males have a tendency to wander, so women have to make them want to stay. Oi, as my grandma. Yeah, there you go. Oi, Faye. So Pat lives up to our expectations. Right. Yeah. He delivers. He delivers. We expect it, and he delivers. I got one more of Pat delivering. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just... I should have had these queued up. <laughs> Here we go. Glenn writes, my friend was thinking about getting a tattoo of Jesus on the cross uh, on his upper back. Is getting a tattoo of Jesus a sin? I see many people with religious tattoos. Does that make it okay? Well, it doesn't make it okay because it's religious. Believe me. I mean, it could be just the same the tattoo of some hoochie-coochie girl. I mean, it doesn't really make any difference. The tattoos, <laughs> What's a hoochie-coochie girl? girl. The, the, the people were told not to mark their bodies and cut themselves like the heathen did. Tattooing is a heathen practice. It is not a Christian practice to, to mar the body that gave you with all this stuff. And you see people that have gone crazy on this, uh, and their bodies are, uh, you know, just filled with these things. Uh, it is a heathen practice, yeah. and it is prohibited in the Old Testament. And so the fact that it's Jesus doesn't make a bit of difference. All right. All right. Sean writes, many years. There you go. Yeah. Even if you get a tattoo of Jesus, don't make a bit of difference. It's, he, it's a heathen. Heathen practice. It's a hoochie coochie. Is that a hoochie -coochie term coochie in the Bible? Girl. Hoochie coochie girl. It's a hoochie coochie girl. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a, you know, you must not mark the human body. First of all, we got to ask why. Why? Why? He's a man. So what he cheated? He's a man. That's what he does. <laughs> I'm Barney Fife. <laughs> you know, Andy. <laughs> Gonna go down to Mount Pilot with Thal Baloo. All right, John, I just closed the lid you on my laptop. closed the book. 298. You closed the book at 298. Comes to a close. We got to start thinking about 300. Yeah, you know what that music is, Scott? Is it just going to be a regular old episode? I, or? I don't know. We have to discuss it. We got a plan. We got to put a meeting together. Meetings. We got to get our production crew. Uh, we got to talk to uh, the merchandising people. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. I mean, we got to we got to bring in some consultants. Bain Capital, maybe McKinsey. We got to have a high performance team meeting. Um, run some obstacle <laughs> obstacle course obstacle courses. You're right, man. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, so we got two more. One more show. Two ninety nine, and then the big three hundred. That's right, John. Three hundred, and then the big three hundred. Say it, Scott. The big three hundred. Exactly. So I don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll have all the guests in, but I gotta, 
I gotta get mics. I don't have any mics. I gotta buy some mics and stands and like Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Or, or we'll do your idea. Uh, let's just put one mic and hang it in the middle of the room, and people can what do you come mean? up. And That's talk my idea. Into that was mic. never yeah. my idea. Yeah, episode fifty. Let's talk about episode fifty. That was your idea. No. Yes. I said that. It's yes. recorded. Yes. That we'll just have a mic hang there yeah. in the middle of the I'll room. I'll check for number forty-nine. And have people come up and I'll say go stuff. Back to forty-nine. <laughs> well, people come That's and say dumb. stuff. Was I that dumb? Yes. No. So goddamn dumb. Yes. I had all these sound effects set up because you're like, yeah, there's going to be like a car crash. And so I had like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. No, you didn't tell me about a car crash. (laughs) (laughs) You did? did? Well, it wasn't me. It was Phil. Phil's news. He talked about, uh, he had a news story about, I think it was one in six uh, teens have sex in cars. What does that have to do with car accidents? (laughs) You moron. He didn't. Phil didn't say anything about accidents when he submitted his audio clips. (laughs) He just submitted the car audio clip. I see. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say good night, Scott. Good night, Scott. Listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.